0: Podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate Valley. For more criminally compelling
1: shows, articles, and conversations, head to We Are Pod Hello, and welcome to the.
2: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome people to episode 426 of Film Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Foster, and as ever, I am joined by...
3: Becky Foster. Hello, everyone.
2: And... Ian Loring. Hello, folks. And we've got... We, we kind of had a half week off, didn't we? Um, I feel like we had like a half week off. Yeah. yeah, well we
3: were we recording yeah. a little bit late so we could squeeze in an extra feature. Yeah,
2: that, that was it. Uh, last week was a bit of a, we, we, we it, it's getting towards Christmas and we were all a little bit busy and couldn't quite marry things up. And then we did marry things up, we thought actually if we just scooch it that way a little bit we can fit this in as well. So you're not just getting reviews of uh, West Side Story. And Wrath of Man that I actually forgot we were reviewing. You're also <laughs> getting a review a review of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Indeed. Yeah, so we've got some some some, some, some big boys coming your way. Uh, we've also got uh, some what you have been watching. Um, I've watched loads.
3: Yeah, you've been doing a thing, haven't you? What yeah. you've been on our way home.
2: I've I've I've, I've 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 watched a good amount. So so yeah, um, some of that will speed around Don't worry. Uh, um, yeah and um, we've got trailers we've got a few not many but a few yeah if anyone's seen, I've got a fucking uh, shitload yeah I've more than I think though uh, <laughs> if anyone's seen Spider-Man then essentially we've got a Doctor Strange trailer
4: yeah
2: um, um. And yeah, and we'll have the usual bits and bits and bats. We are a Pod Syndicate podcast. Uh, There's other Pod Syndicate podcasts out there, including Rewatch Project, James Rogers Punter, his film, her movie, and all sorts of other bits. So yeah, go there. Go there. Uh, And if you want to hear more of us, if you want to hear us about the films of Michael Mann, then you can check out our Patreon, which is just patron slash filmbusters. And there you go. Um, Let's fucking get into it. Ian, has anything happened in movie news this week?
0: Uh, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home's become the third biggest opener at the US box office ever in fucking pandemic times. Yeah. Um He's but- be <laughs>
3: very upset about that as well.
0: So, yes, they do. So this is my thing and this 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 ties into a thing that I was talking about on Twitter yesterday. Mark was like what's that about and I was like save it for the podcast. So I you know Basically, people seem to be actively annoyed with how much the general audience is enjoying Spider-Man. My screening, you know, obviously we'll talk about it, but there was one particular moment that people lost their fucking minds for. And I just thought, that's great. Uh, uh,
2: Was it it a a character... We're all spoiled all the time, but we are reviewing the movie. But was it a character appearing?
0: It was when people kind of realised, oh, that's yeah,
2: person. Yes, same.
0: Our audience um,
2: had a, had, a, had a big reaction at that moment as well, didn't it?
0: And yeah, there, there, there's been videos online of like people cheering and whatnot, and that, you know people have been tweeting saying like, oh, this is really depressing. When did cinema become a participation sport? Blah blah blah. Um, I right.
2: mean, literally since the fucking fifties.
3: Yeah.
0: <sighs> but So, the thing is, I wouldn't want that kind of reaction in every single fucking film that oh. I go watch. But, you, you know, you go watch a, a very, very hotly anticipated MCU film on opening day or opening weekend you pays your money you takes your choice to be fair there's going to be people who are very excited and as long as they're not fucking chatting all the way through the film you know like if for 10 seconds they're excitedly chattering amongst each other it you know it is what it is and that coupled with Spider-Man and how people were saying, you know, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley literally made about 1% what Spider-Man did this weekend in the US, which is sad. It is sad. But don't release the same
2: fucking weekend as fucking Spider-Man.
0: No, yeah. I mean, that is on Disney for ever so slightly putting out Nightmare Alley to die. But also, Nightmare Alley is not universally loved. The marketing has not been great, and that film is also two and a half hours long. So I, you know, there, there, there. I think there are enough things to put in that film's way. My, the thing is, right? We're going into a a state now where cinemas may or may not close down again. There are quite a lot of European countries that have gone into lockdowns that have closed down cinemas, and you know, if if we do. I want the prevailing message to be: put shit out in the cinemas that people want to watch, and it will make an absolute metric fuck ton mm-hmm. And there, there is a question about what is it that people want to go and see. Um, you know, West Side Story um, has uh, performed badly. That that is all. Like you've just got to say it like that. It's performed badly. Can, can um, I just say that? Go on. yeah, yeah, please.
2: Because everyone's pointing at West Side Story and saying, oh, you know, in in, in a pandemic world, West Side Story performed badly. Uh, West Side Story would have probably performed around about the same pandemic or no pandemic. It's...
3: You
0: see... Uh, uh,
3: it, it, it It's a musical remake of a musical remake of Romeo and Juliet with added racism.
2: It's a thinky film. As well, it's People go, yeah, but it's Spielberg. It's like, right, but teenagers
0: don't give a shit. No. But my my one thing there would be older audiences are obviously not coming back in the numbers that the eighteen to thirty five crowd is, and I'm not saying it would have done like hundred million dollar opening weekend. That's not what I'm saying. But it would have done better than ten million in the US and one million over here. Um, You know, people like musicals over here. Fucking lame. Miz can do what it did in 2012. Um, West Side Side Stories should be able to do well. But also, it points to the fact that people are picking and choosing what they actually go to see on the big screen more now. The whole, let's just go to the movies thing has kind of died. And I am a little depressed about that. But at the same time, the want for people to watch films doesn't seem to have gone anywhere people are watching what I'm you know I suppose what I'm trying to make peace with at the moment myself is people obviously want to watch films and does it really matter where they watch them to an extent yes I would love for people to go out and watch things on on the biggest screen possible and have that communal experience but at the same time you know it film is gonna be fine. It's just it, 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 You know, you might, you might be watching it at home more going forward, and th- that's that's okay. That's okay. The thing is, it's box office bombs aren't a new thing. They're
2: they're just not. It's, just, it, it's and it, it is still a really peculiar time um, for for people going to the cinema.
3: Sorry, Breaking Guardian story. Boris Johnson and staff pictured with wine in Downing Street Garden in May 2020. There's actual pictures of it now.
0: Oh, Mm. fucking brilliant. Good, 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 good. All sat round a table, very close
3: together. All sat round a table, very close together in May.
0: May when, last year or this year? 2020 what were the oh god what were the rules at that time sorry folks like, wait, that I, was uh, sure uh, in the first matters. big lockdown
3: that was first the
2: first full lockdown
3: that started at the end of March didn't it it
2: started at the end of March and it didn't finish until the 15th of June
3: yeah fuck that cunt
2: and
3: uh, nothing will happen
2: no um, but yeah I, it's the, the thing is what, what I can't understand there is with the whole people's reaction to, to Spider Man is the same people there will be lamenting the fact that people don't go to the cinema enough or that people don't support X, Y and Z at the cinema. But that that experience of... if, If you don't want that experience, if you want to watch it without just on a big screen without the worry that somebody is going to... ...react to something... ...then... ...don't go and see it... ...the opening weekend... ...because you're going with the people... ...who are excited to be there... ...and who just can't fucking wait to get there... Yeah. Um, ...and I'm, I'm the same... ...in the sense of... ...if... ...let's say... ...when I was watching... ...fucking... Um, ...prisoners... ...for instance... Uh, I don't know why I'm picking that... But I am picking that... Right? And when you've got Melissa Leo And you know that... That she's in the, in the fucking ground... If somebody there was just shouting at the screen... She's in the ground... Or so he's in the ground... There... I would be a little bit like... Will you shut up? She can't hear you... It's a film... But people getting excited... And reacting to something... Because that's what they've gone there to do... To get excited... It's it's a bit like fuck off. Yeah,
3: it's a bit miserable. Just isn't it?
2: just why are you there? Wait for it to come out at home. Yeah, it's there's a there's an element of uh, that 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 to me is the gatekeepingness of cinema. Mm
3: you can go to the cinema don't enjoy it don't audibly enjoy
2: it it. No, enjoy it inside have some some
3: fucking dignity enjoy
2: it inside and then come outside and tweet snark about it even if you enjoyed it
3: yeah
2: yeah it's I mean that's nobody expects it to top nearly 600 million in its opening weekend did
4: (laughs) they
0: No, I mean, and and, and this is the thing, you know, I mean, it it just, it says that cinemas in some form do still make money, you know, and and having this kind of result will prove to distributors if we can get stuff that actually hits, we're going to make, like, if this went on... um, like Dis- like Disney Plus or Premium Video on Demand and whatnot, there was just like pirate copies everywhere. No fucking way would this be making that money. And even with the fact that like they won't be able to keep that, like they won't be keeping all the gross, they'll still probably be getting sixty seventy percent of the fu- uh, of this on opening weekend. So Sony are gonna are gonna do great guns. And I'm I've got to say I'm kind of glad it's Sony as well because they're one of the uh, they they're, they're they're basically the studio along with paramount who have sold fuck all to streaming like last year during the like when films were kind of sort of coming out they were supporting cinemas especially in the us like monster hunter they basically put out knowing it was gonna die but just so cinemas had some content to play um and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not cheer, trying to cheerlead a studio or anything, but I'm, I'm, I am glad that it is Sony who have had this. You know, like I, I, I would, you know, Warner's with a, the HBO Max thing, Universal with like the, what they were doing with P-Vod earlier on, not so much. You know, so I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it's them. Yeah,
2: and um, you know, they also had a, a, a good one with uh, with Venom. Let there be carnage. Did well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, quite. I mean, they've they've played the game really, really smart, and they're reaping rewards now. You know, I mean, they've got Uncharted coming in February, which is probably going to be an absolute wet fart. But Mor- Morbius could be a a, a bit of a low key hit at this point, given the Spider Universe connection. Um, just yeah, I I it, I I feel like okay, fine, it 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 it, it is. Worrying for like what Guillermo del Toro and Spielberg are going to be able to do in the future, but at the same time, it they'll probably just have to work within more limited budgets. I mean, Nightmare Alley was a bit of a blank check after the Shape of Water, anyway. Yeah, um, del Toro will be fine, Spielberg will be fine and I mean like to be fair West Side Story has got the opportunity to run and run because as soon as the big awards bodies start releasing their nominations in January and February West Side Story is going to be all over them and people will catch up with it Mm. but it might you know it might be that people catch up with it on Disney Plus but they'll like it at least I think they will let's see what you guys think of it later on.
4: Yeah I think
2: there's definitely an element that I think it's the, the there was a reaction bit in our, in our screening of uh, Spider Man No Way Home, that that genuinely made me really fucking smile inside. Um, and it was an audience reaction bit. Um, and it, 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 this isn't going to give away something that happens within the film, but again, I'm going to say it we're all spoil time if they're not reviewing the film. But I think everybody who listens to this knows already that um, that there are other Spider man in it.
3: <laughs> Spider man
2: uh, Yeah. So there's a bit in it where Jamie Foxx is saying to some of the other Spider-Man, um, one of the other Spider-Man saying, "Oh, with you know being black like, like nice and like that," and you, I'm just surprised you weren't black. I thought you'd be black. Mm. And then one of them, t- I think Spider-Man says, "You know, you know, you know." If the Spider-Man, there'll be a, there must be a black one out there. A kid in our screening shouted out, Miles Morales.
0: I had yeah, I had someone say Miles Morales in my screen as well. Oh, Miles yeah. as well. And to be
3: fair though, that kid was a delight, wasn't he? Like when he wore the uh, Spidey suit inside Out, and it was like the black one. He was like, "It's the black Spidey suit." Yeah,
2: yeah. This kid clearly loved Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, he, he did. Didn't he with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was
3: great. I really enjoyed him. I hen- I enjoyed his enjoyment of it. Yeah, he was loving it, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, and he was he was full inside baseball on that movie. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he knew
2: was, everything. Every every, every sort. You just hear. Some, he, he was basically he was telling his dad about things that were happening. Yeah. But like with a childish, excited voice. But for the rest of the time, he was fucking glued to it. Yeah. And with that, I was very much like, "All I'm gonna do here is smile. I, I want to hear what that kid is gonna fucking say next because right. he's enjoying the living shit out of this, and that is cool."
3: Yeah, and do you know what? That's I mean, who it's for, and that's that's why it's doing like the numbers that it's doing. It's part of the MCU, so of course it's going to do well. But it's Spider Man as well, and it's bringing all this other Spider Man shit together. And kids love it, grown ups love it. It's it's Spider Man. Like who doesn't like Spider Man? Even non comic booky people like Spider Man.
0: Yeah, so it's I, just. <clears throat> I, 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 yeah, I mean. We'll talk about the film later on, but I mean, this 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 kind of result just gives gives me like some hope for, you know. I mean, okay. In, in the end of the day, you can't just have it. If if Marvel or DC are the things that are working, you know, there are still plenty of other weeks that have to be filled up by other things. You know, and it, it's like it, chances will be taken on, on 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 other stuff. You know, like so Quiet Place Part Two, like made a lot of money when when it came out. I mean, you know, Candyman did well. Um, you know, it, it just it cinema is a, a a church of many faiths, and it will continue to be a church of many faiths. But you know. If if in the future we've got to watch like the likes of Tick Tick Boom and whatnot in uh, like on the the small screen, a film's still a film is still a film, you know. And the, the 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 power of the dog has done really well on Netflix. Like they they've been surprised by how well it's done, um, and that. You know that probably gives Jane Campion, along with like the attention that's getting, that probably gives her a relative blank check up to a certain amount for her next project. You know, so gives her it gives
2: her fifty million, Mm. and and exactly. And and let's be honest: if Jane Campion released *Proud and it came out in the cinema and it 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 made two hundred million, which it would never do, but Mm. let's say it did make two hundred million, which again it would never do, um. She still, would she still only get sort of 40 50 million to make a next movie? And yeah, I mean, th- this it, is- that, that, that's going to be it. it <laughs> and the thing is, the other point that, that there is, and it's what I always think when, when this comes out of why don't people go and see this, this, and this. I would say, out of the if you took everybody who said that, who, who said why don't people go and see let's say Power of the Dog didn't release cinemas but there you go. Why do not people go and see Power of the Dog? Why do not people, people go and see that? People should go to see that. If you sat down all of those people and went, did you go and see Power of the Dog at the cinema? I would say that three or four percent of them would go, I went to a screen area of it. And then I would say the rest of them, I knew that 97%, 15% would, would have got to see it and the rest of them were like, oh, well, I couldn't because screen time running it, blah. It's like, the, 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 there's the fucking problem. Mm. You can't wait for these things to come to you. Screen times are a pain in the ass; They can be. But if you want these things to get released, go fucking see them. You can't go see fucking him. see them.
3: The thing is, you can't see everything. If you've got a stacked week, something's going to miss out. In fact, mm-hmm. most things are going to miss out and one will probably win. And if it's a Marvel movie I, that's out, I'm sorry, I, you're fucked. I
2: just don't think we should be... I don't think we should be seeing it, it seeing it as a a negative that 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 cinemas have had a bumper fucking weekend yeah do you know what yeah, if they've had a quite. bumper
3: weekend and then they're going to have to fucking close down yeah at least they've had a bumper this, weekend literally
2: there's, there's an element that, that states where this could be their last where, where, like, if they get closed for a month yeah. if it's a big if but if they get closed for a month they can sit back and go fucking hell <laughs> oh, thank god we got all of those fucking popcorn and ice blasters yeah in this past fucking
0: weekend <laughs> ice blasters What. Well, I, I, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, you know, there, there, there's been so much negative talk about, like, the performance of, of, of certain films. Like, The Last Duel was uh, the raison d'etre for a lot of people. And, I, I, you know, I've yet to catch up with that because I want to actually, I want to watch it all in one go. That's not a film that I want to, like, split up over the course of two or three evenings, which is what I would have to do at the moment. But, like, that film was an 18-rated, two-and-a-half um hour-long Rashomon-style film about a rape. rape. Yeah,
2: it's like, it's, 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 you, you
0: do have an element of of when people go, well,
2: you know, why didn't people come to The Last Jewel? It's like, because have you seen what it's about?
0: I mean, there's just, there's just the thing. It's, House of Gucci yeah. is a two-and-a-half-hour-long film starring Lady uh, Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. It's just crossed a hundred million worldwide.
2: I, 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 I just think that that cinema right now, I think we should celebrate its wins wherever we can take them. No, I mean, and, yeah, and, I mean, this is... and, and if 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 that is the equivalent of fucking Man City banging ten in against fucking <laughs> <laughs> against Accra and Stanley's B team, let's fucking take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, no, exactly. But I mean, like you know, nine no time to die, third highest film at the UK box office ever um spider-man did fucking 20 million in its um in its opening weekend here it had um like one of the highest opening days of all time um and it just means that you know if cinemas do have to close in like january they're gonna be all right the the investors are gonna be all right there's been enough proof that there is product out there that will get bums on seats okay cool let's keep cracking. Whereas if you did like, you know, like this time last year, the cinema uh, cinema's closed and I was honest, I, like, I I mean, you've heard it on the podcast. I was really depressed about what it was all going to mean, but the performance, there's been the performance of enough films have made me think, actually, I think they're going to be okay. And yes, you know, they, they are the big films. Don't get me wrong. They are. Um, but, it, 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 it's a rising tide will generally raise all ships, you know, and it. it, it I, I, I'm, I'm feeling confident about it. I mean, like the whole question of whether cinemas actually close anyway is a whole other kettle of fish. I think there's more chance that it'll happen in the devolved nations than it will happen in England. Um But we'll, you know, we'll see what happens with Omicron. Um, and it, even though it does make me laugh that next week's show literally depends on will cinemas close in the next week or so, like that that really dictates how the show goes. But the great thing is, you know, there there are films coming out on the uh, like on Netflix and Amazon over the next week which are perfectly decent reviews. But if cinemas stay open, then we've got perfectly decent reviews there as well. You know, it's like we. have there's more of that choice these days, and that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: Segwaying perfectly, Ian, what do you think to the end credits, basically a trailer for Doctor Strange, <laughs> Multiverse of Madness, <laughs> at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home?
0: I thought it was all right. You know, I mean, like, I'm looking forward to a new Sam Raimi film, but that's the thing that most gets me into this. Um Doctor Strange just feels very side character to me, you know. Like I think he's good in an ensemble. I I, I liked the first one. Um, kind of intrigued for for a rewatch of it, and um, yeah, I, I I I don't know. It looked fine. Um, sorry, there is a fly has just landed on my desk, and it is a very brave fly. And I'm tapping by it, and it ain't fucking going anywhere. It does seem strange that we're getting a sequel to a movie that came out
2: six years ago. <laughs> yeah,
3: the world ended in the middle of that mark.
2: I know it just it is it, it, odd that it's like it's a sequel to a movie that came out six years ago. But we have had a doctor, we've had a lot of strangeness within our lives in between that. <laughs> um, what what are the trailers you've been watching this week, then? Uh,
0: so let me get the iPad out. I made notes. There
2: you go. Because I'm looking, going, right. Actually, there is a few more than I thought there was.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be better about this. Um, so, um, awful poster came out this week for a film called Big Gold Brick. Ooh, is there, is there
2: a trailer for this as well?
0: D- there is a trailer.
2: Is it any good?
0: Um, It looks like it could either be all right or the most insufferable thing you'll ever watch, and I'm not entirely decided. I I... I I think I'll give it a go.
2: I'll give it a go, but it is two and a half hours long.
0: Fucking, yeah. Okay, maybe not then. Um, <laughs> which is kind of like, that, really? <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, the new DreamWorks animation, Bad Guys, um, which looks all right. Interesting animation style. It's kind of like... It looks like it's taking some cues from Spider Verse with the kind of like the two almost like two D ish elements in a three D environment. Yeah, I I did Um, see this. Yeah, I I, I mean, like lots is all over it. So I'll I'll take her to see it. Um, You know, it looks like a fucking kids film.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it it, it, it does. uh, But it looks it looks like one where I think I I will probably not watch it. But uh, but it looks like one where. I think that people who are having to take their kids to it will be like, "This is not that bad. Maybe I will just stick my headphones in."
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, uh, Fantastic Beasts: Secrets of Dumbledore, which came and went with all the enthusiasm of a wet fart. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of love how just nobody cares about those films. It, it's a hell of a thing have, have you watched them back
3: I watched the first one because I've not
0: watched
2: any
3: don't, don't waste your time I don't want no. I just,
2: to I just I'm very much like I just don't
0: want to
3: yeah then the, oh. the one I watching, it isn't good
0: no, it just Jude Law as Dumbledore does like interest me. I haven't seen the second one yet, and I I, I will because um, you know I, the Jude Law aspect. You know, like like I say, yeah. Um, Catherine Waterston's like nowhere to be seen in this trailer, um, um, but Eddie Redmayne's got a little crew. Um, it just feels a little bit desperate that they're like, how do we get people interested in this again? Hogwarts, taking them to Hogwarts. Um, so off they go to Hogwarts. But Mads Mikkelsen is Bumble Bim, or his name is. Um, that'll be... What's his name? Uh,
3: Grindelwald.
0: Grindelwald. 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 Um, Mads Mikkelsen is him? Sure. Well, I mean, like, I like Mads Mickelson, I like him being a bad guy. I'm more interested in that than whatever the fuck Johnny Depp did with the last one. Um, but it it just... It feels... It feels like one that Warner can now just put out, and then if it doesn't do well, they can just try and blame the pandemic, and it will be like, yeah, but um, that film last week opened to like 150 million dollars. This opened to 50 million. You're blaming the pandemic? Yeah, got really bad in the last couple of days, didn't it? <laughs> like really bad. No, it didn't. Well, I thought it did. What do you mean? You know, it, it-, 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 it didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like one of those ones where like, if they day-and-dated it with HBO Max, I don't think anyone would complain. I don't think um, that many people would watch it. <laughs> well, and that, yeah. I, I, I it, it feels like this whole Wizarding World thing. They're trying oh, very, very hard that. for that to be a thing. And it's like, look, everybody knows what to do. You pay the original three a fuck-tonne of money, and you do that one that was a play.
4: Yeah, the
2: thing is, I I think now two of them would go no,
3: yeah, because of the JK Rowlingness of it. Just, all. just I think they'd just go.
0: Well, that, that's a point. I, I
3: I just think they'd just go.
2: No, we 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 very glad we did it. Very appreciative, um, but don't need the money, especially Radcliffe.
3: I think, do you know what? If they said, "Look, just you know, it got you where you are. Do it for the fans." If the JK rollingness of it all wasn't a factor, I think they maybe would go, oh, "Do you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, go on then."
2: What the fact that, that that she keeps getting, people keep on going. Let's
0: just give her a pass, and then she keeps
2: doubling down yeah. on shit.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, th- this is the thing. This is the thing with rolling, though, isn't it? It's just like. Look, whether you agree with her opinions or not, just shut the fuck up. Nobody actually needs to hear your opinions on these things. Like, no, no one does. You know, I mean, oh my it, fucking words.
2: It, it is very much like, like, like she says to me, it's like,
3: what, why? Nobody asked you that. You could have just said nothing. <laughs> She's a fucking gobshite, though, isn't she?
2: It, it very much is. She has too much money to f- to, to fail. Mm. She can fail, but it don't matter because she's
0: got loads of money. Yeah, it, it, I just I feel so bad for the people who grew up reading her books and then then having to, you know, and then and then feeling targeted by her. And it just like she just seems like weirdly fucking hateful. In just the amount of vitriol that she does, and it, it i just what are you trying to accomplish you know and it's like the, I bet she's broken a lot of fucking people's hearts yeah, yeah I, 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 you know I, over just that uh targeting them yeah. essentially it's it, 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 um, it's it's a very big element of
2: social media occasionally is don't meet your heroes,
3: yes, yeah.
2: Yeah, sometimes
3: it's better when they have, like, essentially ghost tweeters, isn't it?
2: No, just no social media at all. At all, okay. Yeah, I was reading the thing um, about something. I can't remember who it was. It was a musician, and they asked him if he... I can't remember who it was. I cannot remember who it was. It was a few months ago. And they asked him, you know, you said, you don't have any social media. And he basically said, no, I don't. I said, "Oh, well, well, why?" He said, "Because at some point, I'm going to say something that is going to get taken completely the wrong way, mm. and I'm going to have to explain it." He said, "And I, it, I, it, I just, I just thought, you know what? I might just not." <laughs> he's like, "I'm just not interested in it." No. And it was a fairly, it was a fairly like modern singer. Yeah. But I can't remember it was, so yeah, there you go. That was useless. Uh, what else have you... <laughs> what other trailers have you watched?
0: <laughs> um, okay, so uh, new A24 one, uh, Michelle Yeoh film, Everything e- Everywhere All the Time. Yeah, we, we watched this one,
3: didn't the, we? The Michelle Yeoh multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. With added googly eyes. Yeah.
0: See how it goes, eh? I'm anything, intrigued. If it's anything more than a hundred minutes, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the Swiss Army man guys. And that's like go on then. Go go on then. You know, like it yeah, it, it's not gonna be cookie cutter stuff, is it? So, you know, no. let, let let's see what happens.
2: That's it, yeah. There's yeah, I, I'm 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 intrigued enough to go, yeah, I'll watch that.
3: I think it looks really good. I'm really excited for this one.
2: You are right, yeah, because yeah. you maybe watched the trailer. Didn't I got you? really
3: excited when I watched it upstairs and was, came downstairs and forced you to watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just, it's it's cool
0: to see Michelle Yeoh getting like a starring role like that as well. Um, she just, in Western cinema, she's basically always a supporting role. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it just, I don't know, it. It's cool, and I just like the idea of Michelle Yeoh watching Swiss Army Man and going, yeah, I'll work with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, very quickly, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. Um, Wasn't expecting that trailer, but got it. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It looks like James Marsden's going to be in it for five minutes. Um. It, it, it very much looks like it's the CG animals versus Jim Carrey type show, and uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I, you I'm, know, I'm kind of there. I
3: think the last one was really good fun, so
2: that's it. All I want from this is it just to be a bit stupid and a bit fun. Yeah, and I want it to feel like I'm watching a a Saturday morning cartoon. Yes. And that's Which that's what, what, that's, what I want like. and that's what it yeah. looks like. So, I'm I'm kind of fine with
3: it. Yeah, yeah.
4: definitely.
0: Yeah, totally. So I think that's uh, Easter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. And that'll ma- that'll make a ton of money as well. You know. So <laughs> yeah, great. Um, okay, um, three more. Um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm hard in for this. Everything Nicholas Cage does I enjoy at the moment, so
0: I'm 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 pretty there as well, Bex. Yeah, I think this looks fun. <laughs> Alright.
2: I am I am going to watch it and I am in, but however I am I am going to caveat it. Go on. At some point, one of these little bursts of Nick Cage movies that he's making at the moment has to actually be as good as it sounds like it's going to be.
0: Mm. That is totally fair.
2: And, and and I've enjoyed some of them, but I, I just think that it needs to be, all right, that was a fucking boatload of fun from start to finish, whereas I don't think any of them have been really so far.
3: You've seen the one in the... In the fun house, right?
2: Yeah, where there's an odd, like, fucking six minute fucking sex scene in it that has a fight going on in the background that you're kind of going, this is a bit boring. Uh, see, there are bits like that within it. Mm. Uh, and I did enjoy Wise Woodland, but the what was the one he made with uh, earlier this year?
3: Oh, the, um, the bonkers. Prisoner's of the Ghost. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That wasn't very good. I
3: quite enjoyed
2: it. I know you did, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, this does it does have potential to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, do you know what else was fun? That's in a similar vein that I'd like to rewatch. What JCVD?
2: I don't think JCVD was that fun. Actually,
3: that's the like bank robbery one. Yeah, isn't but it's it? not
2: that fun. It's just that, it's fun for the first half an hour, and then it's seeming like Van Damme's having a breakdown for the next hour. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but I don't think he really is.
2: No, he kind of was at the time. I was going to crack you up, cocaine.
0: Okay. Uh, what was the other one you sorry in? <laughs> Um Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, two more um, Operation Fortune, Rue de Guerre.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, we haven't recorded for a while. Um Yeah, I mean, it it looks fun. It looks like Guy Ritchie is just doing this weird cottage industry where he's like financing these fucking films, doing whatever the shit he wants, and then getting into the black quite easily because they never cost that much. And he just gets gets to have a laugh with his mates. And just like 100% here for it. That's it.
2: I, 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 I'm fairly certain that the Josh Hartnett, because he's in a film of I've got later and he's in this, he's mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. in these movies because he's just mates with Guy Ritchie and drinks in his pub. <laughs> and Fair. him yeah. and uh, he, he, um, Tamsin, um what's her name, uh, that, he's married, that he's married to, live up the road from Guy Ritchie. They're this mates, and that's why he's he's come back into these movies. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Which, great. And I just I just kind of like that idea of, of them having a little bit of lock-in and going, Do you know what you should do? What? You should be in my next movie. And I'm going,
0: I should be, yeah. <laughs> I mean it very much looks like they're trying to franchise this as well, and it's just like Yes, I will watch a franchise of films where Jason Statham plays a guy called Orson Fortune
4: yeah yeah it's
0: where, where how, how can I contribute to the Kickstarter Mr Ritchie it is
2: it looks like Richie's gone we can make three of these for like under a hundred and twenty million dollars um and we can probably make four or five times that amount if we land it right.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's it's brilliant. I love that Guy Ritchie immediately went from like making the fucking the, the Aladdin remake. still mind-blowing that Guy Ritchie directed the fucking live action remake of Aladdin. And, and, um, and
2: that is the only Guy Ritchie film I've not seen.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um and, but then and then after that has just kind of like doubled down on right. I'm going to go back to making films with Jason Statham. It's fucking incredible. Um, you know, even though then again, the gentleman. I mean, like that. You know, there was a good cast there, and that 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 film was terrific fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hugh Grant appears to be doing the exact same voice here. It's great. It's
2: basically <laughs> same <Instead of> character.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Operation Fortune. I think it just got delayed from January to April. Yeah, which is a shame. But I look forward to whenever uh we are able to see it um have uh, got one more on my end, you guys got anything uh I think the same one as you've got, okay, so that would be the last city uh, lost city, yes, which I'm still annoyed about it's
2: no longer called the lost city of d <laughs> uh yeah, I mean that's
0: yeah quite um I mean. Uh, you know, at least they're at least they're actually acknowledging the fact that it looks like a pretty straight rip off of *Romancing the Stone*. Yeah. Um, I wish they didn't spoil that cameo. I didn't know that person was in it, and I think that would have been really fun if they just fucking kept that for the film. Yeah. Um, and I do I do wonder if that it betrays a lack of confidence in the film itself that they are. Having to add that to get people talking,
1: yeah, there is an
2: element of that. Um, I, I think for sure, it, it, it cause, because they go strong with the other cast, don't they? Um, in like the trailer and the, in the build up to the trailer out, should I say? Um, yeah, so yeah, but it, it, the thing is, I'll, um, uh, I'll happily watch it. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I, I'm kind of here for um, Channing Tatum going, all right, my kids are all at school where they can actually go and sit there now I don't have to drop them off all the time. I'm back. I've lost loads of weight. Mm-hmm. Got ripped again. Mm-hmm. Handsome again. Steal this.
0: Wrote a fucking kid's book <laughs> and now I'm back. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot I- guy, that guy. Hmm. And I mean, it's terrific that Sandy B is still it, it, like doing this kind of stuff as well. I think that's wonderful. Um, you know, it, it, I I am very very up for seeing those two on a romancing the stone esque adventure. Yeah. I, uh,
2: I, I, the, yeah, I think Sandy B is one of those where it's like it, it seems to be that people keep on forgetting about her and betting against her, and then all of a sudden she comes back and people go, she's really fucking charismatic, though, isn't she? <laughs> Like she's really fucking charismatic. <laughs>
4: mm,
2: mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to this. I, I'm, I'm a huge sucker for romance in the start. So,
3: yeah,
2: and Sandy B. and Sandy B. and Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I'm. I'm, I'm down.
1: <laughs> Should we review a movie? Hello, Peter. What have you done with my machine? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what machine. Do you want to play games? Catch!
4: Uh. Don't worry, ma'am. I'm coming.
2: Peter! So Spider-Man, nowhere Way Home. Um, Directed by the man that doesn't exist, John Watts. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it stars the people that are Spidermans. Uh, all spoilers all the time, guys. As always, so you'll 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 know all this. Uh, so it stars Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Jacob Batalon, uh John Favaro, Jamie Foxx is back, William Defoe's back, Alfred Molina's back, Benedict Wong's there, and uh, yeah, and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are also back as well. Uh, Risa France is not back, is he?
0: The, I mean, he's in the end credits. Is he in
2: the end credits? It, I, I, I I, was looking for it and I didn't think he was, but I must have just missed it then.
3: Well, who is Risa Farns in it?
2: Um, lizard. The Lizard. Yeah, yeah
3: well, yeah, he is. He gets turned back.
2: Yeah, but,
0: yeah, but is he he's in the crawl credits? But I didn't see him in the, like, the drawn-out credits. Did I just miss that? Yeah, I mean Thomas Hayden Church isn't in those credits ah, either, is he right. not?
2: There we go. Then yes, yeah, so and they must be. Yeah, they must have just decided, <laughs> "Fuck you guys, you're not as important as the other ones." <laughs> uh, so, what's this one about? What is it about? Mdb with Spider Man's identity now revealed. Peter asks Doctor Strange for help when a spell goes wrong. Dangerous foes from other worlds start appear to appear, forcing Peter to discover what truly means to be Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Here. Hmm. This felt a little bit, before anybody watched it, like it was contractual obligation, the movie, for us watching it. Not just yeah. those that are in it, but for us to go and watch it. So it was something, and we made comments on this in, in, in a group chat, that it, it felt a little bit like it was one that you wanted to get out of the way, even though, you know, previously we'd been looking forward to it, but it just, it had it, 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 it felt too much now. Um, was all of that abated by actually watching the movie?
0: So to, to answer that question, I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, on Tuesday lunchtime, I undercooked a fish finger sandwich. Um, on Wednesday afternoon, I was in the KFC in Cardiff city centre and I had a terrible pain in my... Uh, in my bowels and uh, it it's like, Fuck, you know, what was that? And then it subsided. And then I went into the city centre, do a little bit of Christmas shopping and whatnot. And then I'm walking back uh, to the office and I basically very nearly shit myself. Um, I managed to get back to the office at which point my Bum bum just exploded, um, and uh, I, I you know it, it wasn't great, and I had to like spend the the next couple of hours that I had left in the office, kind of like hoping that I wouldn't shit myself during a, a work call, um, where I, I wouldn't have really been able to make make my excuses. I would have had to stay there and uh, hope for the best. So went to the cinema to see Spider-Man No Way Home, Um, constantly on edge about whether I was going to need the toilet. I, like, very badly pooped again before the film started, Um, and, yeah, was very edgy. And I was very, very annoyed when I had to go to the toilet during the film to, again, excavate my bowels because I was really, really enjoying it. Um, And I'd like to thank Spider-Man No Way Home for making uh, those two and a half hours much more bearable than they would have been uh, because I thought it was a great deal of fun. To be clear, it was that sandwich. I was nil by mouth for the rest of the day and I was fine the next day. Um, But Yeah, uh, I'd like to thank Spider-Man No Way Home for making it easier on me. Um, I thought, yeah, this was a really good time. Uh, Do you know what? Maybe let's just go go to the question for Becky and I'll actually talk about the film more in a bit. (laughs) Um,
3: Before you ask me a question, I just wanted to clarify. So in the trailer and referenced towards the end of the film when they're playing like the... Flashbacky bits of conversations. Wong before he leaves says to Strange, don't cast that spell." Mm-hmm. And then Strange reacts, doesn't he? he? Doesn't actually say it in the film, does uh, he?
2: He does. No. He does. But the way it's cut in the trailer makes it seem like the reaction is to that. The reaction is to something else.
3: He doesn't say it. He doesn't say it in the in the run of the film. He
2: does say it. Just it's 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 it, 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 in the conversation
0: earlier.
3: Yeah, but in the in the trailer it's Sean as he's saying it as he's leaving through his yeah, little swirly kind of what,
0: Yeah, no, they yeah. Yeah they, they they do they do that every now and then to like fucking throw you off. Yeah. Okay. You cool. know, because it, it, it was like that moment made a lot of people speculate, oh maybe that isn't Doctor Strange, maybe it's a wrong and pretending to be Doctor Strange. Hmm.
3: Did it? I just and, thought you know, it, it was just Doctor Strange to... being a dickhead.
0: Yeah, but it gets people talking. That's that's what it is. Okay. It's like the mark, the mar- like some of the marketing sometimes like misleads people almost just to get them talking about theories that actually aren't um, that proven to be the case in the film because the content's different.
3: Okay. I mean, and also to be fair, sure you got. Imagined it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I mean, like to be fair, you've also got let like, Sco- 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 Scooby Scooby Doo that crap is certain to Scooby Doo that shit. Or yep. this shit. So, you know, they're, they're, yeah, there are changes. But no, no, yeah, you're, you're right, Bex.
3: That's fine.
2: Bex. Um, you quite like the character of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel it worked um, having a triple banger of Spider-Man's?
3: I, I really liked that element of the film. I liked it, the, the kind of mushing together of these three different universes. And I liked the way they interacted with each other and were like, Oh, wow. So we're all Spider-Man, but your spider man is different from my spider man and your experience is different. Like, I, I liked that whole bit. And like, Andrew Garfield's so sad. Poor Andrew Garfield Spider-Man.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah. How did you feel the, how do you feel the rest of it works? It, it, it's a it's a big old movie, this. It, it, it's punching two and a half hours.
3: Yeah, I think it's lucky that the action is quite relentless because I think if you sat and thought about the story for too long it would all fall to bits. Um I don't think It's more with the ending. I think the logic doesn't hold up with the with the erasure of him from everyone's memories. There's too many kind of like, but then I guess that will be answered in future films. But I just it, it makes it not self-contained.
2: Can, can, I, can I point something out that I thought was quite quite amusing that that, that, that that might not be anywhere near fucking true, but it it's what it made me think. You know, at the end when he goes to Oswald all, all the time, when he goes to Maze grave there's flowers covering her date of birth and the date, and the date that she died because it's like even marvel have gone we don't fucking know what year
0: it is yeah yeah
3: that's the point i, I, I do feel like they've lost control of it to be honest like they don't really know where they're going with it it is what it feels like when you're watching the newer films um but stuff like and i know this isn't the point of a comic book movie but like the bit where he rents the the apartment well, if he's been erased from everyone's memories and all records of him have been erased, then he will not have a fucking social security number. I don't think that's a reputable place, babe. But do you know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't have a bank account. He wouldn't be able to get a job. He wouldn't, like, it's not practical for all records of him to have been erased. And if all records well, he... of him haven't been erased, then the Avengers would still have records <laughs> yeah. of who he was. It, 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 the it's fucking...
2: still, it's still it, it, fucking naval his TikTok.
3: Ned, yeah um and you know the the bad news man would still have the recordings of him <laughs> ousting him like just forgetting him isn't going to make him go oh the spider-man identity revealed on this on this disc what oh it won't be a disc would it it would be like a memory card or something i don't know floppy um, <laughs> disk yeah <laughs> anyway um Oh yeah, I, I, I'll definitely not watch that. Seeing as it's my biggest thing that I'm banging on about all the time, so it's either just doesn't make a sense. BBC
2: computer to put it in.
3: A really old school like Apple, <laughs> yeah,
4: Fucking
0: the Apple One. <laughs>
3: yeah. So yeah, I don't know, um, but I mean, that's that's like I say, you're not you're not in there for a think piece, are you? You're in there for a Spider Man movie, so there's a lot of it that i enjoyed i just it felt like there was a lot going on to distract you from the fact that they weren't really padding out what was going on with any kind of form of sensibleness
0: yeah i mean that that's absolutely fair um I, I I suppose it like kind of depends on how in the tank you are with the film as to like if if you just kind of go with it or not. Yeah, that's um, I
2: mean, that could have to be the case, guy. How 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 on it you are at the time can make you go. Do
0: you want that or not? Yeah, because I I don't know. It just it struck me that like the idea of that was powerful enough that it did paper over the yeah, but what about dot dot dot. Um. But I. I. At the same time, I think it is totally fair. Um. But I, I. I don't know. Just to say, the 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 thing that I liked about that whole idea was the fact that this is a film that seems to be very much about Pete Peter Parker wanting to do the right thing by those he uh, he cares about. And it's always been that he's wanted to save the day and he's wanted to save people and whatnot. But this one, you know, I mean, I've recently watched all the Spider-Man films apart from Amazing Spider-Man 2. I didn't get to that one. Um, But with, with this, it's the most him, like, trying to actively make a difference to the people around him and be a good person and like and and have like hope for the world that that these films have 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 been, um, you know the Raimi ones are so fucking obsessed with him and MJ that there is no time for anything else. Amazing Spider Man is. I mean, like to be fair, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone obviously wanting to fuck the shit out of each other. I mean, the thing about Amazing Spider-Man 1 is that is the first live-action Spider-Man film where you actually think Spider-Man's got a dick. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, But, you know, it, it also, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was wrapped up in all, so- all sorts of franchise stuff. I, I will watch that at some point. But, un- unlike the first two films where they felt like Almost like teen adventures. This one actually felt like it was kind of about something, while also doing the fan servicey stuff you're kind of expecting it to do. Um, I I, I thought it was a tightrope that they they walked really well, but at the same time, if you're not if you're not quite into it. I mean, I, I bet there's some people that that ending it just bugs the living shit out of them because it doesn't make any sense. But I like the fact that it ends like before the, the first credits, before you like your mid credits, it ends with Peter Parker still out there anonymously fighting crime and just wanting to do good, even though now he doesn't have his friends around him either. I, but he just wants to be a good person. I I thought that was great. Can I also raise a point on the it doesn't make sense. I agree with you.
2: Because we had a conversation about it. What is that? And I agree with you. However, there is a devil's advocate that I'm going to play with myself, even though I agree with you, but I'm going to play it anyway, um, in the sense of, yes, it doesn't make sense, but can we also remember that this is the story about a boy that has spider powers and his wizard friend has done a spell that has brought people in from different dimensions and everything like that. You can kind of start to go... Do you
3: know what? It's all right. Okay, but what I will counter with is they're all—all all of the MCU films are about batshit stuff. Mm. But they previously all seemed to make yeah. an element of sense. But the thing is, they're incorporating like the other Spider-Man movies. They didn't have that structure that the, that the pre- MCU previously has provided by being very well thought out and pre-planned. So having to incorporate them has made it feel really chaotic.
2: Why don't Guy Richard's pants burn off when he goes into flame thing, uh, but his shirt does in Iron Man 3? Fire-retired pants. Yeah, I got fire retarded pants. Yeah, he, pants. <laughs> he
3: does. Yeah. Um, one element I did really quite enjoy... Um, because I think it was the, the lower key moments that were done really well, like like the Peters talking to each other and kind of mm. bouncing off each other. Um, and obviously you've got Tobey Maguire is the, the oldest Spider-Man. Then you've got Andrew Garfield, middle Spider-Man, and then Tom Holland is very young and very close to the trauma that, with the other ones, kind of caused them potentially to go down a path that they didn't necessarily want to. Mm. But they're obviously further removed from it and able to... Add, advise him and help him and try and guide him to not go down that same vengeful path. Yeah, Obviously you've got Maguire's Peter Parker is has built a life with MJ, it's referenced and he's like a full-on grown-up grown-up. Yeah, Andrew Garfield still seems quite young, but that's just Andrew Garfield. I think he's like nearly 40 and around our age.
2: Yeah, I think he's like mid to late 30s, yeah.
3: But he still looks quite young and obviously he's still quite traumatised by what happened to Gwen and stuff like that, but he's dealing with it in a personal way rather than in a lashing out kind of way. Mm. And then obviously Tom Holland's Peter has literally just lost his aunt. Mm. So it's like the varying stages of grief and then the later stages of grief being able to advise Prior, I, I quite like that yeah. clever little beat in it.
2: Uh, Mal, shout out to Noel who literally called a scene in this movie on our WhatsApp.
0: Which one? Yeah, he, yeah, one hundred percent. He he
2: called that uh, that Garfield's Spider Man would um, uh, save MJ, MJ, and that would give him some kind of redemption. Yeah, which it was, it, and he called this like. He was like, I don't know if this happens. I know what is it, but I just think this is gonna happen. And we all like, yeah, it's probably gonna happen. And then it did. It's like, yo, yeah, that seemed like it was, it was set
0: up from there. Well played. Um, I,
3: I love that he does it and then starts crying.
0: Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. There's, Garfield. Oh, he's so fucking locked in. Sorry. Yeah. It's there's a, there's a lot of emotion. In this
2: movie.
3: My it, fucking it, mask was wet when I came out of that film. It's it's it, From Aunt May onwards, I was just kind of like... Yeah, it, 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 it's heavy. Yeah.
2: I, I didn't know the Aunt May no thing was going to happen. I I, I I went in knowing not a lot. Mm. Knowing, knowing as little as I could. I was angry um, that the movie had spoiled um, <laughs> Andrew Garfield. in Because I, I didn't know Andrew Garfield was in it. Uh, and you told what
0: spoiled it? Sorry.
2: Uh, so uh, I, I, something um, basically, um, I, there was a lot of sort of. I don't think it was. I think it was more of an official like uh, a news account review. In a picture of free Spiderman mm. on the oh, review, right, and I, okay. I'm not somebody who mutes words or anything like that, and I'm not a big spoiler for pho- anything like that, so it didn't ruin my enjoyment of it, but. I, I didn't think Garfield was in this one, and then all of a sudden I found out that he was. And I was like, all right. I didn't know that was common knowledge. Fair enough. Um,
0: it was... It, just to say, I like the fact that a lot of people were speculating that Garfield and Maguire were, were in it, but I love the way that the way they come into it, that scene, you never would have guessed that.
2: No, yeah. It, it, like it's, the, yeah. That, it, with, with that, with, with that, the that whole, rides,
0: yeah. It's so fucking clever. Like, you know, you just think it's they're going to, that he's going to do that spell and they're just going to see Peter. And then as soon as he was like shouting shouting for Pete and like he wasn't reacting, I was like, hang on a fucking second. And then Andrew Garfield's like kind of talking to himself quite low in the sound mix. Mm. And it was like, I, I could tell some people were starting to pick up on it in, in my audience. I don't know whether that happened with you guys. Yeah. Um, and, and then he kind of like turns around and then Pete, and then people went fucking nuts. And it's weird because they did that for, for him, not so much for Maguire. And I, I don't know whether it was just because it kind of felt like, well, it was obvious that was going to happen, but. I also do kind of wonder as well whether, like, m- maybe, like, the the 20 somethings of these days have actually grown up with the amazing films more than they have with the Raimi ones. I think
1: there's a large possibility um, of that.
0: It's for sure. Yeah. And I, I just, Maguire is fine in this. He's fine. But Garfield, it honestly felt like. He was taking this opportunity to kind of like round out his take on Spider-Man with both hands, mm. and you know, and, and and just honestly, I was like, I would watch another Garfield one at this point. Well, that's it. I, Let, I think let's have a fucking multiverse, Amazing Spider-Man three. Well, Go yeah, on. Someone
2: someone um, asked um, Garfield about this a, a while ago uh, about the fact that um, you know. Was he glad to be away from like, these big studio movies because he's not gone back to them or anything like that? And was it, you know, did he not like playing Spider Man? And he was like the absolute opposite. He was like, no, I fucking loved it. I loved being Spider Man. It was great being Spider Man. Um, Maguire seems to have like gone, yeah, why not? I literally am not doing anything else.
0: <laughs> and, 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 but that, I mean, that's the thing. And it just like, like I said when I've been talking about the, um, the, the, the Raimi films. It just, he does this fucking slightly dreamy, wistful kind of performance, and it, it, it just like, fuck off. You want to punch yourself so badly, yeah. And it, it and it, it, it still kind of felt like that with this, but at least he had a couple of people to play off of and. But it's very in keeping with the rainy film's performance for better or worse is Maguire in this This an
2: oddity to Maguire I think as an actor in the sense that he's an incredibly earnest actor uh, for that and he comes across as being quite almost uh, is I'm going to say <laughs> um, but then when you read about him in real life he apparently is just the fucking opposite of it it's so odd
0: I mean, like one hundred percent, my like what he seems to be in real real life is is like colouring this for me. Um, but God, like Garfield, he just it just he's so fucking smiley, and just his reaction when um Tom Holland's like I was in the Avengers, he was like, oh cool, you're in a band, you're in a band? <laughs> like it just it's fucking great. It's great. Yeah, he and, he and was like, literally, just literally if 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 Tom
2: Holland Spiderman there and said, yeah, I am, and give me a USB that I have music on. He would literally, the first thing he'd do when he got back to his it? would go, oh, listen is hers. Whereas Maguire would be like, fuck yeah. this.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, even, even though I did like that line where they, they were like, they were, they were about to suit up and then they just looked at Maguire McGuire and it was like, you got anything else other than that like youth pastor outfit? <laughs> you know, I... I... <laughs> I, I, that's I don't know. Like that's the thing. There's just there's a lot of fun to be had with this. You know, like Willem Dafoe is on great form. Yeah. Um. Alfred. Alfred Molina's having fun. Jamie Fox is there.
2: None of them, All of them feel like they've like they've gone to it. Going. Do you know what? Fuck it. If I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. It it it, it seems like this was a fun set to be on. Nobody mm. nobody reeks of they're just there for the cash.
0: And I I I will say as well, because it doesn't seem to be getting talked about at all. Very, very pleased to see Charlie Cox in there as Matt Murdoch. That was a fun, early yes, Daredevil is in this in the MCU, don't worry about it. Um I, I, I liked that. And apparently, um it, it 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 spoilers for Hawkeye, but apparently uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is in Hawkeye, and um, I I I like that they're they're bringing them back, and uh, yeah, I mean like Charlie Cox, it's such a small moment in the film, but that got a nice reaction from my crowd as well. Not as much, Um, which I think obviously says something about how much people watch the Netflix shows. Um, but yeah, I don't know, It just and it, 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 I may be coloured by it just being this time of year and what's been happening with cinema and whatnot, but just two and a half hours of being in a crowd where people really gave a shit and watching a nice film about nice people trying to be nice with other people was good, you know, the action was pretty pedestrian yeah, yeah. you know but like I don't think Spider-Man always no, is though no he? one's going to remember John Watts's Watts' contribu- contribution to this I'll say sorry
2: I, I don't think Watts is there for the for the action bits I think it's the what's way what's
0: he there for he, he's not real he's a construct anyway <laughs> no one's ever seen a photo of him I
2: think it's the way he deals with the um, more of the character interactions and bits like that I think he he gets that done quite well um you no, know, he he's afraid. He he's afraid to sort of linger on things. Aunt May takes a while to die. Mm.
0: I mean, she was taking Trinity and Matrix Revolutions time to die.
2: Yeah, and it was you were there going, "Oh, you just die, so I can cry and get on with it." Um, it yeah, it's it's the best. I think Zendaya has been in any of them.
3: Yeah, definitely. But she gets more to do.
2: That, yeah, mm, and, and I true. think she is. don't think she's quite... bad
3: in the rest of them, I just don't think she's got a lot to do.
2: I think she's bad in um, No Way Home.
3: This is No Way Home. The other one. Far, Far from, from home. home?
2: Was that the second one?
3: There's Homecoming. Yeah. Far from Home. Yeah, Far,
2: I, I think she's actively bad in Far from Home. Mm. Yeah. I think she, she's playing basically a poster of teenage angst in that, and it's just irritating. Um, whereas this, I think she, I think she, I think she's actively good in this. Mm. Um, I think she, she worked quite well within it um, for that. There, uh, yeah, it's I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not top tier Marvel for me, but it's two and a half hours long, and it didn't, I, I didn't ever at any point really feel bored or anything.
3: It wasn't draggy. Uh, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm very much definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit. Definitely not shit. And, and, and just one thing to say as well. So, the, the mid credits. Yep. I, is this. Has that all just been like a, a bit of an act of trolling then? With like the mid credits of Venom being. Oh, he's being transported over to the MCU world. And then this being. Okay, he's out of the MCU world but he's left a little bit of venom juice behind. Yeah. Is that, is that literally what it is? What what,
2: what what's what's going to happen there? Yeah, there is an element of that.
0: Cuz nothing a bit could fucking happen. fucking worried about that. Yeah.
2: Nothing could happen or something could happen.
0: Yeah, like not I mean, what are they going to try and do? Like Venom in the MCU and Venom in the Sony universe, and then what? Like do Venom versus Venom or something? You know? Yeah. Like, it's...
2: <laughs> that it's, it's there's a lot of questions going forward for what the fuck's happening with Marvel. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it will be interesting though, won't it? Because like Eternals did not land in the way that they thought it was going to. Um no one seems particularly up for more of that. I mean, No Way Home has done uh like 50% more than Eternals is total US box office in its opening fucking weekend. Um which is that's just a crazy fucking it, start. What
1: uh, must be
2: worrying Marvel now then a, a little bit is right. Our new character films haven't landed well, fantastically, but, but this Shang
0: Chi, Shang Chi, I I think they are like right, yeah, we're we're good, you know, like Destin Daniel Cretin's already been signed on for a second one, and there's going to be some sort of Shang Chi related Disney Plus show uh, that Destin Daniel Cretin's going to be on as well. I mean, you know, it's basically Black Widow kind of came and went, um, but that was almost just a loss leader. Mm. Um Shang-Chi has done well. Eternals meh. Not not really poorly. It's done like 400 million worldwide, but that's not great for MCU. Um and again, Spider-Man's done nearly 600 million in its fucking opening weekend worldwide. But yeah, I mean th- 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 this is it, isn't it? It's like the MCU still very much needs Spider-Man. That 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 much is true. Nobody is particularly excited about where Eternals goes next and I I will say now Chloe Zhao does not direct the next Eternals film. Oh, God, no. Um that that no that that is not happening. And, and this um, comes
2: from I actually I actually liked Eternals.
0: Yeah, so did I. I mean I'd like, you know, 7 out of 10, uh not, you know, not an absolute banger, but um better than Black Widow um but Chloe Zhao is not directing they're not they're not going to do that um Zhao had a very very strong creative hand in Eternals and you know it it was a little bit uh, you know that person directing this material probably and writing this material probably not the best idea um but yeah i mean what so next year we've got what we've got doctor strange 2 yep. We've got four, four. It's
2: after um, Doctor Strange.
0: I think it might be. I think there. I think there were four Marvel films next year, but there's not now. So I'm like Black Panther's moved because of Letitia Wright's uh, <clears throat> injury. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, God. So what is it then? So it's Doctor Strange. People are probably shouting at us now. Yeah. For Love and Thunder. Guardians is 2023. It's just, in my head, it's not like an Uh, original... Ant-Man. Is there Ant-Man? I think it's Ant-Man. I think it's Quantumania.
4: Fucking fuck.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that. See, there's just too much. Too much content. Hang on. Let me just... Ant-Man 3 release date. Oh, no, 2023. So, what the fuck is the...
2: what's next? So, next is... Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, um, and apparently Black Panther, Panther and Wakanda Forever are still on the slate for next year. Oh,
0: they've just pushed it to... November. Winter instead of Summer, have they? Yeah.
2: And then the next ones after that are the Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and and, uh, The Wasp, uh, Quantumania. They're the 2023 ones. So, they, they...
0: It it feels like a lot of the original characters are now just getting Disney Plus shows Um, So like She-Hulk is next year, I believe
2: Um, And then there
0: there are others But yeah, so it it feels to me like next year is relatively safe hands We'll see what happens with Black Panther I mean, I I read a fucking sketchy report that they were retooling it Letitia Wright's going to go back off to her home planet like Poochie and um, Winston Duke is gonna be like the lead instead, uh, is what I read. But I don't know how true that is. T- TV wise, um,
2: apparently next year uh, is Moon Knight. That's right. She Hulk, Secret Invasion, Ms. Marvel, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Nice.
0: I tell you, I tell you one thing. I forgot about Moon Knight. Uh, it's got some of the episodes are directed by the guys um, behind Spring and The Endless and Resolution. Uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, I want to say their names are. Do you know what i um, know about Moon Knight? It's got Oscar Isaac doing a voice like this. No,
2: I, I forgot that it was a TV series and not a film.
0: Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, to be fair, dude... If there is a fucking if there is a Marvel TV series that you would actually watch it will be an Ethan Hawke Oscar Isaac one with 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 those guys like writing and directing shit yeah and, and, and to be fair and I, it, it is only a six episode so small. Cool.
4: Mm.
0: and apparently Ethan Hawke plays like some sort of cult leader or something yeah. it's like i heavily up for that yeah. and i think it, it just it's very it's cool that Oscar Isaac is like yeah fuck it i'll do a tv show Probably because it's six episodes and then maybe he could be in some films. But, yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: um, So, we're all definitely not shit on that. And let's see where the Marvel MCU's going to go. Audience poll, 80% definitely not shit. 7% Touching Cloth, 7% shit, and 6% of the Geostorm variety.
0: Fair enough. It's just it's just a good movie, you know. Like it's, as much as much as we uh, like complain about at uh, the MCU, I've liked three out of the four this year. Um, I've liked two
2: and a half out of the four. <laughs> Where are you in it?
3: Remind me of the four:
0: Black Widow, Black Widow yeah,
2: Sha- Shang Chi, yeah, Eternals, no. that?
3: three out of four of them. Fair enough. Just hate Eternals.
2: Fair enough. I don't want to have the capacity it, to be wrong
0: occasionally. It's shit. It's just you know, fair, fair play. You know, we we complain about it a lot, but there's been some decent times, and Spider Man was relatively joyous. And people need to chill the fuck out.
2: I agree.
5: Um, hey, Hannah, you know, I think you really can't be a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that, love? Oh, yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think during, you know, global pandemics, storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million Absolutely times. Absolutely, nothing like a binge watch. Star Trek. Babylon 5. Because you could sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely. uh, That doesn't make you a weird person at Uh, all. It doesn't. Yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the 30th time. Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show or a a franchise. a beloved franchise. A beloved franchise. Lord of the Rings Twin Peaks from VHS compilations recorded off television with the ad breaks cut out, of course to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and I don't know Smallville <laughs> Farscape Quantum Leap to giving up finding new content on Netflix and just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek The Next Generation or Parks and Recreation I think that we can all agree there's a lot to be said for that you can't beat a good rewatch so with that in mind, join Hannah and Mike from Two versus vs. as we burn through some of our favourite franchises and share our immediate reactions to each instalment in both spoiler and non-spoiler sections. To do that, do a search for the Rewatch Project with Hannah and Mike on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whichever your favourite podcast provider may be or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash rewatchproject. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts.
1: Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? F- putting four or five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like, if they didn't know what death was before this, they're going to know it after it. They're
3: going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking terrified. And of they're going
1: to be questioning it. Yeah. yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold, dead heart?
3: Yeah, The Dark Knight has got like all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, it's like, kill them
1: then look no further, the His Film Her Movie Podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's
2: forever? Like, I want to be with you forever.
4: You don't want to start maybe with I would like to take you out to coffee.
1: No, come on. Come I
4: want to take you to a shop full of nuts for a cream cheese sandwich on a raisin bread.
1: This ain't casual like that. Oh,
2: I want to be with you forever. quiero estar contigo. ...para siempre. Quiero estar con... con,
4: con ...contigo, with you, TV. para siempre.
5: Siempre. Siempre.
2: Let's West Side Story this, then. So, West Side Story is directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, written by Tony Kushner, and stars, people, who's a star... Uh, it stars Ansel Elcott, to quietly. Um Rachel Um Ziegler, uh Ariana DeBose, uh David Alvarez, um Mike Feist, is that?
3: Feist Feist.
2: Feist. No, yeah. Feist. Yeah. Uh and other people. Corey Stahl wearing a wig. Um for no reason. Uh is yes, yeah, so it starts those people. And what is it story? Well it's West Side Story, isn't it? So basically it's Romeo and Juliet, but set against the backdrop of late 50s uh, America in New York, uh, where the native immigrants of Italians and Irish uh, don't like the new immigrants that are actually from the United States because Puerto Rico is in the United States, uh, descending upon their turf. So the Jets and the Sharks start a turf war, but what would you have it? There's love going on at the same time. Why look at like that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. Ian, we yeah we, we, we did the sensible thing I think of uh, of watching West Side Story about sort of, four or five months ago.
3: Oh, gee, West Side Story. Yeah,
2: the original West Side Story. Um, mm. So that we were familiar with it but far enough removed from it that it wasn't you know beat for beat we weren't just going you yeah, only watched this like a week ago
4: um
2: mm. uh, so ian from spielberg's version of it yeah take away whether or not you think it's, it's uh any good or not uh, can you see why Spielberg wanted to do a remake of this movie or a new
0: version of this musical? Um I don't know it's an interesting question isn't it? I think I, I think there's certainly enough different um and I I I I think that you know Spielberg wants it, uh, has talked about wanting to do a musical for years and it feels like a nice, safe one to have another crack at adapting. You know, um... It... It it just lets Spielberg kind of, like, work on a really wide canvas, and... frame things politically more interesting than the original screen version does. Um, Like, the whole fact that they really are fighting over fucking ruins is really clearly played out here. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what Spielberg actually, like why he wanted to do it. I, 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 I don't know, but was it worth him doing it? I think so. Yes. Um, in so much as this this will probably be my preferred way of watching west side story going forward but i think you know and i i don't think this really um affects my opinion of the film but as we were talking about earlier on i don't think he's done particularly much to convince anyone who's never fucking heard of west side story to give it a go if it, it feels like a remake made by a fan for fans um, but at the same time, there's still some fucking incredible cinema in there. It, I don't know. It just he he feels like the last of a dying breed who can get something made because he wants to make it. But after how it's done commercially, I wonder how long that'll be the case for. At least with the budget that this had. But I mean, it's fucking. It's just fucking cinema. This. Um, you know, of like the American populist variety, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I had a fucking blast with it. I know you didn't ask me that yet, but yeah. Um, so I think it was worth him doing it, even if I don't know why he thought it was worth him doing it.
2: Um, but, Before we get more into the film. Um, the. I said a question, about forgotten it, so I'm going to try and fill for a little bit to remember my question.
3: Well, do you want, do you want me to answer the same question you asked Ian? Go on, then. Answer that question. You kind of know my answer to this already.
2: Yeah, that's why I asked Ian the question. It's fucking yeah. loaded as fuck. <laughs> it was loaded as
3: fuck. I, I just... I don't get it, to be perfectly honest with you. I think, like I okay. said to you earlier, um, I think to, to justify a remake of such a well-loved property and such a classic, if you watch it and go... I really, really like that, it's great, but I wish they'd done that, or if I was making it now, I'd do that. Then I, I feel like that kind of justifies the choices, but I I feel like the with the with the exception of the gentrification angle, all the bits that were good were in the original, and the bits that they noticeably for me anyway changed didn't work. Um, so like well, having, oh,
0: like, that's interesting. Like what? Sorry, go on. Yeah, you're gonna, sorry.
3: Like having Valentina sing, um, tonight. Somewhere. Uh, somewhere, but, sorry. Somewhere. That song but, doesn't yeah, make any yeah, fucking yeah, I agree, sense, absolutely. sung by her. And then the refrain, when Tony's dying, makes absolutely no fucking sense for Maria because they didn't sing that song to each other. There's no context for Valentina singing that song. It's a stupid choice and it was just made to give Rita Moreno something to sing. So that didn't work for me. Um having them do America out in the street in broad daylight didn't work for me. I think part of
0: what, oh, what? sorry.
3: I think part of what makes the original film so good is you it feels like a hot sweaty claustrophobic kind of movie and that that's playing into why the tensions are the way they are because they're they' they're sharing their space and they they've both of them have gone from having X amount of space to having x over two amount of space because they're having to share it um and having it done on the rooftop in a small space feeds into that and I, 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 the I think the original America is much better than the one in this. I also think the dicking about with cameras shite that he does when, when they're dancing. I don't want to see that. I don't want swirling fucking cameras. I don't want overhead shots. I want to watch these people fucking dancing. So... You are watching them dancing. You're not, because you're watching half of that person dancing, then it cuts to that person dancing, then there's that person dancing. It's all just swirling skirts. The actual cohesive dance isn't visible. Like the bit in the um,
0: whoa, we were watching a we were watching a different film back so i'm so, yeah okay fair enough
3: the bit in the mixer when the the camera just static watching the two the parties essentially have a, like a kind of a dance off mm. you can see what they're doing and the difference in the styles of dancing but they're both dancing to the same music and you can actually you can get a feel for it whereas with this one it you can't really
0: i fucking i honestly teared i sound so fucking stupid i teared up at the crane shot towards the end of america at the sheer look what he's fucking doing of it all like so i di- i did you know, i like i it we're coming at it from completely different directions obviously but All the way through, I was just like, Spielberg's making some interesting choices here. I will agree, uh, Rita Marino singing somewhere is 100% precision-tooled so that she can get nominated for Best Supporting Actress because otherwise she just doesn't have enough to do. Um, That felt actually a bit cynical to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that, totally fair enough. And you need uh, Maria and Tony to sing that to each other for that relationship to like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily fully work in the original but it helps and you you needed that here as well um, I, I, that's totally fair um for what it's worth i will say the the only sequence i thought was de- dis- demonstrably worse for me was g officer krupke oh god yeah um yeah. i i thought that was uh, actually a bit of a a swing and a miss with this Uh, not just because nobody does a standing backflip I mean it's just start because nobody
2: does a standing backflip but
0: it doesn't help
2: but that is it's Riff who does the standing backflip and
3: Riff's not in it and
2: Riff's not even in that one and the annoying
3: mm. thing is, he's really good. Like, he completely overshadows Ansel Elgort's as Tony, who is just... Yeah, he to, fucking
0: rules. There's so his... many points
3: at this where I'm looking at... And
0: he did, he didn't do the film adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen because of this, apparently. And it's like, you made the right choice, mate. Well done, because he was in the like the Broadway Dear Evan Hansen.
2: Yeah. What I... I'll quickly eject and then I'll, I'll step back and let you... say it? But... Um, I'm I'm surprised he's not getting a more awards
3: buzz. He's really He really good.
0: he should be getting a an, Him and fucking Bernard, Bernardo as well, to be fair. I thought he was great.
3: I thought he was good, Both but I don't feel like he has as much to do as in the original. Like Bernardo doesn't feel like as big of a character in this as he does in the original.
0: I mean, like to to be fair, um Adriana DeBose kind of like it does shine him off the screen a bit when when they're on together. I've, I I thought she was fantastic, but yeah, Mike Feist. You're right, Mark. Like why he's not getting more heat around him? I don't know. Like he's so he's in the pocket right from the I mean, off. I mean, it's
2: not just the the dancing and the singing bits that he pulls off. He pulls off the you know you, you're looking him going. If he wants to, he can he can go, that was fun, and go off to, um, back to being a Broadway star. Mm. And, you know, there's a part of it that goes, I hope he fucking does that. Um, because of the sheer amount of training he's had to do to get to it. And there's another part that goes, ooh, but if you want to, if you want to Patrick Wilson it every fucking now and again, <laughs> it'd be quite nice if he did stuff and he yeah. just came on. Because I think it, he wasn't just good at the singing and dancing, he was good at the dramatic yeah. acting. There mm. was a fierceness. Mm. a rage towards it.
3: there was a real energy to him that, that works really really well in this um, what was I going to say oh it's, it's Richard Bamer isn't it mm. in, the, in yeah. the original I did feel like that with the Ansel Elgort performance quite a few times like he was just doing an impression of him like he was doing an impression of Tony in the original West Side Story even down to the inflections that he put into because obviously the, the script isn't it's not miles away, is it, from the original? And the songs are obviously the same. Yeah. So, like, just the way that he sings things and the way that he says things feel very Richard bamer
0: Whenever he opens his mouth, Antoine is Gore is not great. Him moving, like, I, I thought what they did with Cool in this one was really interesting. Like, it, it being between him and Riff... Cause it's it's not in the he Tony's not in it in the original one is he? No, I don't
1: think he is.
0: No, 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 I I don't think he is either. And it's like I liked that whole them fighting over the gun in amongst like kind of like the ruins of like the fucking land that they're they're all fighting over. I, I, I I thought that was really well done for you know, uh, take, t- take points off a of G officer, key, add them back on to, uh, for call for me. But yeah, Elgore, I mean, if, I mean, he was all he's already problematic and it kind of felt like they didn't even get that decent a performance out of him either. So, you know,
2: the the thing that, that we all, that we, we, we've, we've, we've laughed about it is the whole Ben Affleck card player. play, um, People in the past,
0: piece. because he he knows the Sorry, I just it, I, I love saying it. it I'm just going to say it, it. Yeah. because because he always looks like he knows what a mobile phone is.
2: Yes, yeah. well, what I will say here, for Ansel <laughs> Elgot in this, I don't think he can play this because he looks like he bought all of his clothes at the Gap rather than just that's what he lives in.
3: Yeah, that is that is a good point actually. But then I think he's supposed to look a lot more clean.
2: No, but, the he, he, but he also looks like at any point he also looked like when he was packing his bag at the end, I kept expecting to put a MacBook in his bag. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> he looks too much like a modern boy. Yeah,
2: he does. Um
4: yeah.
3: But I think cool is the um is that because it's the one where Riff and Tony are opposite each other. Doing dancing, singing, and talking—that's the one where it's most obvious who should be like the main character in this West Side Story.
4: Mm.
3: Mm. Because it it just fucking acts him off the screen in that scene.
4: Yeah,
2: it, it, yeah, like I said, he doesn't just dance him off the screen. It's he it acts him off the screen. We well, don't just... really
3: give Tony, this. This doesn't really give Tony any dancing to do in that number. I don't think it's that I don't think
2: that, I don't think he gives him a lot to do in general.
3: no no yeah he's he's not particularly charming either, is he? like Richard Baer's Tony is charming like you kind of there is a bit of chemistry between him and Maria. They do seem like they at least kind of like each other <laughs> in this Ansel galt has got this sneer on his face all the time, and Maria just seems like a bop besotted 14 year old. <laughs> Her face doesn't help because she looks about 14.
2: Ansel got is a little bit like the Romeo you, um, you, you, you buy, that you buy, the the that you buy off Wish.
3: <laughs> it's like a toxic Romeo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's a Bromeo. <laughs> um,
4: yeah.
2: I'm more, I think, in between where you two are with this. I. You don't think yourself really hyped up for a movie? Yeah. Um. And then it it happens. I think I went into this with a maybe a little bit too much hype.
3: Too high expectations. I was
2: I was. Yeah,
0: I probably didn't help with that. I
2: was I was thinking this was gonna to be top five of the year for me. Yeah. Because I just thought it's Spielberg. I'm not the world's biggest Spielberg fan, but also as well, he's an incredible director. There's no getting away from that. I think. Sometimes his storytelling style I don't get on with, but in sheer terms of scale, he's he, he is fantastic. And looks wise, it for a lot of it looks very very good. Um, but too much of it just didn't land for me. Mm. Um, but then there's bits that I think are really are really good uh, within it. Um, bits that we've highlighted are, are already with the Mike uh, um performance is it, it, very good um, the uh, I think that the, the look of it, it, it's a fucking very nice looking movie that I think occasionally is let down by throwing um, it, it, uh, there seems to be, there's this in it where there's colour in it, and I'm looking at it going, right, that just looks like a... A lot. A, that looks like a set dressing. Mm.
4: Mm.
2: And that's... It, it's, it's a different texture to the, uh, to the original. Um, I will agree with you on this, Bex. I didn't like America being out in the street, but there was different reasons for it. it I, 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 was, I was watching it going, this is
0: just in the height, but, but a little bit better. Um, it it's what in the heights fucking wishes it was yeah, sorry
2: it is that but I'd I st- still prefer it on, on the rooftop but there's a different reason for why that bothered me so the whole point of, oh, yeah, was- of, of, of musicals right is and the way they work is that
3: There's a suspension of disbelief. in
2: Yeah, that. Whereas this version of West Side Story at points, actively points out to you that these people are literally bursting into song and dance in the middle of the street. They're not... It's not a representation of it, and it's not that they're actually doing it. They are actually doing it because passers-by are watching and looking at it.
3: It gets away with it. The the first one that does it where people actually notice it is when they're singing the song in Puerto Rican when they're leaving the fire. yeah but that's alright but that's them singing at them a song yeah. in Puerto Rico song but with America where all the cars stop and shit it's like
2: and people form a big it was like that but then it happens with Officer Krupke as well with the woman at the Lily mm. of the 90s what is it mm. and, th- and there's just little bits of that, that just didn't quite work for me for that
3: mm. A musical in on um, in, uh, in the way that it is already takes you out of reality. And if you're if you're like going right, yeah, it's musical. I'm in that frame of mind, and then it takes you out of your musical reality by having people noticing they're singing and dancing. It's too much of a
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I I think part of it as well is I think I in with slightly too high expectations. Not high expectations. Slightly too high. I, I was going into. I, I was going thinking this could be for an five star movie, mm, mm. and then when it's probably a four star movie, it's probably disappointed me a little bit. But the disappointment's probably taken it out of me a little bit.
3: My my disappointments list is going to be stacked this year. I was really looking forward <laughs> to this. Really fucking looking forward to this, and it. I'll never watch this again because I'll just watch the proper one.
2: Yeah, I, I, I. I there's, there's, yeah. If I'm going to watch West Side Story, I will re-watch mm. the original.
0: I would watch this one, but when G-Officer Krupke comes on, stop it, put it on in the original, and then go back to this.
2: The dance in the school is infinitely better than the one in this.
3: Yeah, it is, yeah. Even down to the fact that Tony and Maria do their dance... On the edge of the dance floor, don't they? In in the original. In this, they're behind the fucking bleachers. Yeah,
2: that felt a little bit like Spielberg trying to fucking. That felt like Spielberg getting one of his kinks out there. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the,
2: the, I I want to watch it, I, I want to watch it again. But going into it
3: with tempered expectations with tempered
2: expectations because I, I don't think I, because there's some fucking there's some staggeringly good shots in this movie the whole bit in the in um, the salt storage there mm-hmm. that, 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 that is some fucking very good looking shots
3: one thing we did notice didn't we that we commented on killing people in this film with the exception of Nardo obviously mm seems to get you some good shit Tony yeah, gets laid Tony
2: gets laid when he literally kills her brother
3: and then Chino he gets a big hug off Rita Moreno yeah, and then and right she's linking up. hands with him walking down the street yeah it's great
2: and, and fucking what is it when uh, what's her name Is chewing out Maria Anita Anita is chewing out Maria saying he's no good he's a murderer it's like ah. A man who somebody, kills, cannot love. Yeah, somebody I mean. didn't tell you the whole story, didn't <laughs> they? <laughs> um, uh, uh, one thing I'm going to disagree with both of you on, though. <laughs> uh, uh, on this. Uh, mm. I thought David Alvarez's Bernardo was crap.
3: Oh, he's, he's not anyone near as good as that. No, I'm not, you're
2: not even in relation to I said. he thought he was, he, he, he was crap his character I thought his character rating was crap
3: can I say something controversial then Well, I thought the girl that played Anita was crap
2: you used to like did you no I <laughs> didn't really no, no.
3: but then I, I I loved the original and I, I watched it far enough away because I knew if I watched it too close I'd, I'd hate this and I thought I'd watched it far enough away but I I've been watching West Side Story relatively regularly since I was little so it's it was never going to stack up, was it?
2: I think, yeah. I, I, but no, I didn't. I didn't
3: like the girl that played Anita. I don't think she was strong enough. Oh, okay. No, mm. I think
2: I thought she was alright
3: actually. I I think she's a good foil for Bernardo in the first one. Like she properly tells him off, whereas in this one she just kind of like cheekily tells him off a little bit, but not in any real way. Like I think, I, I think. I don't know. She's just not. She's not the character that she is uh, supposed to be. It's
2: interesting.
0: Uh, you two cinema killing sons of bitches.
3: I mean, the, the original still exists, and that's better cinema than this, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I like it. it you know. I mean, I, I think the. You know, the the personal attachment to West Side Story, the original, is much, much stronger in you, uh, Bex, than it is is me. You know, so I think that there is absolutely that. But I just thought some of the filmmaking on show here was great. I mean, the the opening shot, um, I thought, was brilliant. Um, The the way it's going over those ruins and that sign of, like, the Lincoln Centre and, like gentrifications on its way and then landing on that fucking manhole cover and then they just fuck it like poke their heads out of that that was that was brilliant and like I say I honestly I'm not I'm not just being contrarian like I get what you're saying about the staging of of, of America in the original um absolutely I I thought this version was equally valid um Rachel Zegler yes she looks young but I I, I think she Got Maria pretty spot on, um, in all honesty. Um,
3: you know, and obviously, it, it, one thing that she has over the Maria in the first one is she didn't have to be fake tan to look Latina and she didn't have to have someone else sing her songs for her, so there was that. I think I she's a better Maria, dear.
2: I think she's a better Maria.
3: Mm. I don't know. I think part of it was that there was no chemistry between her and Tony.
2: But I, I, I've always thought, even though really, I really, I'm a huge fan of the, the the original West Side Story. I've always thought that the, the 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 thing about West Side Story is that everybody focuses on the Tony and Maria things, mm. and then not actually even vaguely the most fucking interesting thing in the movie. No, it's in the story,
3: it's riffing his backflip.
2: I mean, It's it, 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 it's all about fucking Russ Tamblyn, yeah. He used the movie.
3: See, that's another thing. Like The cast in this does not measure up against the cast in the original at
2: all. I, no, I, 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 actually, my, my, I think all of the jets are all actually really quite good. I think they're quite fun.
3: The main cast. <laughs> Tony's better in the original. Anita's better in the original. Bernardo's better in the original. Even fucking Chino's better in the original.
2: I, mean, I, 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 I thought Chino was all right in this. I thought he was quite good.
3: And he shoots Tony.
2: I mean, that was... Yeah, fucking hell, Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking... I was dark. I was quite
3: dark, yeah. <laughs> Show
2: him the back.
3: Yeah. And then as he was running away... Show him again. Shot him again. Yeah. I again. I actually was not pleasantly surprised. That sounds wrong, but... The, 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 the rapey bit was as it was. That it was left as they were going to rape her. I thought he might pussy out of that and have it that they were just like... Dicking about with her, like uh, yeah, dancing I, around I, with her, and stuff. I, like I,
2: I did have a thing that that, that that might
3: get watered down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I thought I, I the same, to be honest. And the
3: fact that Marita Moreno comes up from downstairs and just literally calls them rape. Yeah, well,
2: I, and I really like that. Yeah, fact. I did, The fact yeah. that it, it, it points that out because that is a little bit of the original. They kind of get away with the fact that they're trying to rape somebody with a bit of a, Are oh, you boys? Stop it now. Mm. <laughs>
3: Is he alright, Okay, shopkeeper. That's better cast in this because she's good. (laughs) She's good as the shopkeeper.
2: Yeah, shopkeeper
3: would
2: be much longer. No, no. Um, It's. I'm definitely not shit on it because it's definitely not shit.
3: Yeah, it is. It is definitely not shit. It's not. But I, I just, I just can't justify it. Its existence.
0: Is it a thanks I hate it, but not in a like because it's
3: icky way, yeah, maybe well I don't hate it I just I don't get it like I say if you're if you want to remake a classic have a fucking reason um <laughs> Do something different with it. Do something interesting with it. Do
0: something different. You've been complaining about the differences for the last right, 20 minutes. Do
3: something good different rather than just make All right, it fair worse. enough. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think there's that
2: much... There's that much drastically different with this.
3: No, the, the, there's no point where he's gone, yeah, that's what I want to put into it. That's, that's where I'm going to take it and that's my reasoning for doing it. It's just, it's superficial changes. Mm. In which case, just, why? Remake fucking Seven Brides for Seven Brothers instead, which is a musical, but is shit. Do something interesting with that. West Side Story's already good. You don't need to do that. Do a different one that's shit that you think you could make good.
0: Definitely not shit. It's better than the original. Let's move on. Wow. I mean, it's not.
3: It's not.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's categorically not. <laughs>
0: It is. Moving on.
2: Fucking hell. All right. I, I, but last thing I will say on it, it felt smaller in scale.
3: <laughs> yeah, it did, despite all the stupid fucking overhead what? shots. It, it,
2: felt, it felt smaller in scale to me. It? it just didn't feel... It didn't feel as grand.
0: Mm. But to be fair... You could argue that's the point because they're fighting over ah, a small right, but then, bunch of ruins. of Then
2: why have a big, grand America running the way all the way through the thing?
0: I'm just, I'm just saying you can't say it's smaller in scale, but ah, oh, why is it so grand in that? You know.
2: Yeah, I can. <laughs> no, but
0: no. I, I'm
2: saying that it felt smaller
0: <laughs> in scale. Of
2: it felt. <sighs> It felt like it was, it, it didn't feel as connected to itself in the sense that it felt like it was trying to show off at points, but then also have a message. And it just didn't, I don't know, there was just a, it, it, it just didn't click with me in the same way as, what is it? But again, I want to re-watch it to see if my expectations were just that little bit too high with it. I feel a little bit like i maybe went into it expecting something a little bit i, I went in, i went into it to be wild and i don't think i was wild at any point mm yeah I had
3: a,
0: yeah, it, had a good yeah i yeah i yeah i mean i think i kind of fucked it there and also just the fact that like the the general word it was, was really i want it like just really 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 strong so I, you know I get it I get it everyone,
3: everyone on Twitter all week has been all like OMG film of the year and really in anywhere yeah. near it
0: but but, but then again
2: uh, I'm nowhere near as like I was with in the heights where when everyone was going on like that and I come out of that going what
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it and I think I can see why people would like it I just didn't
2: yeah, that's that's that, that's absolutely it. Yeah, I can absolutely see why why it gets people, why it got people and why people love it. It just didn't get me. Mm. Uh, our audience, however, definitely shit seventy three percent, touching cloth eighteen percent, shit zero percent, uh, and Geostorm, nine percent.
0: Nice. Ian, what have you been watching? Uh, I rewatched in the heights. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, so I'm just looking at my letterbox review here. Improved by having subtitles on, uh, which is yeah, I you know, I I actually reading the lyrics and not having to kind of like keep up with them made it um like connect the the dots more for me but i still think it looks like it was photographed by a blind person <laughs> um and it just it, it it just feels very 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 sure that what it's doing is really fucking good it's I, I yeah, I I it feels just like quite a smug film to me, <laughs> quite frankly. I, um Yeah, I can agree on that. Yeah. It, j just you know, it's got it's got confidence, which you know a musical does have to uh, have to have, but, but yeah, definitely a the
2: bravado of alright, yeah. when you want to take the
0: fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like honestly, I c I couldn't I couldn't sing you any of the songs. Um I think the that lead girl, it it's still like I don't know why he's that into her. Um it just there's there's not there's not enough there. The lead um, girl, you see
2: the one that's quite cold. Yeah, I quite like Yeah.
0: It. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he did. Um uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I've, I've said it. The second act really does grind to a halt, not helped by what is supposed to be an emotionally resonant song, but one which uses a the fucking subway tunnel to heaven. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, that uh, Abuela song about her life, and then just go into the subway tunnel in the sky. It, it fucking brutal. Um, uh, yeah, I, it, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like. It's weird because I remember towards the start of the year I was like, "Oh, wouldn't it be cool if the the Oscars next year started with like an In the Heights versus West Side Story kind of dance off kind of thing?" And we're now at a point where neither of them have made that much money, and it kind of feels like neither of them are going to have that much cultural impact. Um, yeah, just I, I mean, I, 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 West Side Story will we'll we'll still probably get a, a, a best picture now. It, It's going to get Oscar nominations for sure. Um, but it kinda feels like at this point it'll get those nominations, but <laughs> is it is it actually gonna go all the way when it hasn't even been that big commercially? Um but yeah, I it, 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 But yeah, in the heights, not not it's it's fine. I've somewhat made my peace with it, but it I yeah, I can't see me watching it again. You know, I, I, I needed to do like a Second calibration viewing of it. I've done that. It's fine. Um. Okay. Uh. Um. Yeah. As I kind of mentioned earlier on, I watched the the Amazing Spider Man. As I say, Andrew Garfield's got a dick. Emma Stone wants it. <laughs> um. I, I I like how horny that film is. Uh, for each other, and I think they. You know, obviously they, they, they were. They, they had a relationship um, on set and I, I I think you can tell I think they've got really good chemistry um, I like Reese fans in it as well actually um, you know not not amazing not terrible um, what's the latest in the Netflix Christmas uh, cinematic universe films the princess switch free romancing the star so there's another romancing the stone um Uh, 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 kind of rip off there so I thought this was the best of the Princess Switch films so far Um, Vanessa Hudgens is still only playing the three characters in these films which is a shame I thought at one point there was going to be her in old age makeup playing one of them's (laughs) mum but that doesn't happen which was disappointing should have happened but it didn't um but yeah it it kind of felt like a spin off from the other Princess Switch films where the bad guy who is the third Vanessa Hudgens character in the second one, she's basically having her own spy caper, but then the other two kind of come into it, and then they've both gotta to pretend to be her at various points, so you've got Vanessa Hudgens playing like a sneaky anti hero Vanessa Hudgens playing a Chicago baker who marries into Eastern European royalty and has to pretend to be the anti-hero. And a princess from another Eastern European country who is played by Vanessa Hudgens, who also has to pretend to be the anti-hero. The tagline for this movie is Mary Switchmas. <laughs> um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> They, is. Don't get me wrong, they're not good... Um, but they are fun. And like I say, I thought that this this one was the, the best of the three. Um, Vanessa Hudgens' character from The Night Before Christmas needs to come into these films. There was another... Don, who... There was a cameo from... Was it a cameo from the print, uh, people from the Christmas Prince films in this one? And this
4: one?
0: Yeah, wasn't there like somebody's like they they're at a party and they say hi to Vanessa yes. Hudgens. Bad guy
4: from
0: And it was the yes, it was the bad guy from Christmas Prince 1 who then becomes an anti-hero in Christmas Prince 2, much like how Vanessa Hudgens is a bad guy in Princess Switch 2 who becomes an uh, anti-hero in Princess Switch 3.
2: <laughs> I love that there's this is fucking weird little um, world within Netflix uh, Christmas movies.
0: Like, seriously, they need to bring them all... They need to bring them together. Like, there there, there seems to be quite a few fictional European countries where there's all this royalty. Because the Christmas Prince is a prince in one of the countries, and then Princess Switch has got a king from another country and a queen from another country. So there were three... Of these countries. But then a castle for Christmas, the one I talked about last time, Carrie Elways, also had characters from the Princess Switch film in. So Scotland has come into play in this as well. And Carrie Elways and Brooke Shields now own that castle. So Carrie Elways and Brooke Shields need to join Vanessa Hudgens in A Christmas Prince 4. Christmas fucking everywhere. That's what needs to happen. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I, I genuinely hope it happens for you. Thank you. Let's see what happens next Christmas. Um. So I also watched Clifford the Big Red Dog. What was this like? I, I, I right.
2: genuinely am interested in this not that I wasn't interested in Christmas Switch but it's just I I kind of if I had time I would go and see this
0: I don't know right. why Mark I was a bit worried first axe yep it's a small dog he's red but he's small right rest of the film he's fucking huge <laughs> like he's real big he's really big um this is this is fine this is this is perfectly passable kids entertainment in all honesty it's not gonna change the world Um, but yeah I thought it was alright I mean Jack Whitehall's uh, American accent is fascinating Um, I just went to look at my letterbox review to to like remind me and all I've written is a fucking huge dog fair play (laughs) Um, so never mind (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I like. I don't know. Like, it was sweet. Um, it, it it's very fast paced. I, I think it was like eighty five minutes before credits, and it really does get in and get out. Like, there's not an ounce of fat on this fucker. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just it's a big dog doing stupid big dog shit. It's a fucking great bit where they take him out to a park and there is a guy in one of those like r- you running in a ball things and then uh Clifford thinks that the 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 guy is a ball and he's playing fetch and it's great. Um yeah, I don't know. There's not too much more to say about it. It's Clifford the big red dog. He's a fucking big dog. Well done Clifford. Fair play. Yeah. Lots enjoy it. Uh, sorry? Have lots enjoy it. Yeah, she had a great time. <laughs> That's where we
3: got started
0: starting taker. Yeah, she <sure>, wasn't <I'm> interested. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I should have said that. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So, um, I don't know. Speaking of big red things, Benedetta.
2: Nah, we haven't watched this yet
3: we've um, of time, didn't we? Yeah, I'm
0: really, I'm really hyped for this. Um, so my letterbox review has every fucking thing you want it to have, but also Jesus chopping motherfuckers' heads off, cracking.
2: Yep, yeah. fucking <laughs> um, so sold on this
0: movie. Like honestly, it it just does exactly it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Um, yeah. It, it it's you know. It, <laughs> I'm just gonna close the door a sec. Um, I can't remember if I said this last week but on Twitter. There's somebody who just fucking tweeted. I really appreciated the wet pussy sounds in Benedetta. <laughs> that was the tweet. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. I mean, like they did some fucking sound work on that. <laughs> trying to find out who the quality was on it. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I it just um, I yeah I don't know. It's just it's fucking silly. Um, but like also, Verhoeven's obviously got some shit to say. Um, it's just it's Verhoeven being Verhoeven. Like we'll, we'll talk about it more once you guys have seen. Yeah, it. we're gonna try and watch. I think
2: this week on next this week might be the like, next Christmas movies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but we might need a bit of, a bit no. of a palate cleanser
2: from Christmas movies.
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah, this sounds like a good
0: one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um uh watched Home Alone, nothing like a bit of ultraviolence. Um I mean Home Alone's Home Alone, isn't it? There's not not m- too much more you need to say about that. Um And uh lastly I re watched The Matrix. Um that film I kind of forget how good that film is, to be honest. I fucking love The Matrix. It's got ideas, but it also looks really cool. It's got great shot composition. Most of the effects still work really well. Hugo Weaving's on some fucking fantastic form. And both the score and the soundtrack fucking rule. Um... I'm allowing myself to get quite excited for the Matrix Resurrections now. I'm just hoping cinemas are still open on Thursday so I can go see it at the IMAX. There you go. Um Thursday comes out on pro- Wednesday. It's it comes out on Wednesday. I, like Donna's out on Wednesday night, so I've got, got to wait it's until Thursday. Thursday yeah. But um yeah, Thursday, two o'clock, IMAX. So, yeah, cannot fucking wait for that. And um, I'm gonna watch Reloading and Revolutions. Um, I'm not anticipating enjoying them as much, but um, you know, I, I, I kind of it, 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 the early word on the new one is it's surprisingly funny and is surprisingly self-aware about what people think about all the films, which sounds fucking fascinating. So, yeah, down. I'm very, very down for that. Uh, but yeah, that's me.
3: Well, that segues quite well into the only films that I've watched on my own because I watched all three of the Matrix movies. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Um, You are 100% correct on the Matrix. You are also correct about your predictions for the second two. (laughs)
4: Um,
3: I honestly literally watched these... like within the last week and will still have to read the fucking Wikipedia synopsis before I go into the next one to remind myself what happened. They are so forgettable and they get so (laughs) bogged down with trying to be as clever as the original, which is clever in its simplicity that they just, they overcomplicate things so much. And there's nothing, that the reason that the first one is so kind of, it sticks in your head is because the, The central idea is so simple of, well, hang on though, that it could be true. Our perception of reality is made up of electrical impulses. That's what makes you smell stuff, think stuff, feel stuff. You know, we could just be in pods being electrocuted strategically in the brain. Um and then like I say the, the other two they just overcomplicate things so much. They weren't as bad as I remembered. Um so there's that. <laughs> but yeah, it it has made me very excited for the for the fourth one. Watching the the other three again. They're not they're not bad. They're just not as good as the first.
2: You see I didn't do this rewatch with you because I didn't want to watch two and three again because I just
3: I'm and you've seen for, one enough times that you don't need to. I've seen one enough times
2: that I don't need to, and mm. um, I, I I didn't want to put myself through the near five hours of the next two. <laughs>
3: yeah, I get that.
2: I didn't have time.
3: Um, there's there's some interesting stuff in there. It's just it's so kind of wrapped up in not interesting stuff that the interesting stuff gets lost.
2: Is that what you're watching you on?
3: Yeah, that's all I watched. I'll reaction.
2: do mine on my own mm-hmm. and then I'll do... Hours. Mine. Okay. Hours, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing?
3: To stand the nutcracker up.
2: Oh, okay. Catch, not the nutcracker over. Um, I watched... Uh, I, I haven't watched Home Alone yet because we watched that on Christmas Day. Um, and uh, so I watched Home Alone 2. Because um, I haven't watched Home Alone 2 in like a long, long time. Whereas I watch Home Alone pretty much every year. Um having watched Home Alone 2 uh, Lost in New York I am now reminded of the fact of why people don't watch Home Alone 2 Lost in New York every year Uh, because it's not as good really it's like it's it's too long Um, it's too convoluted in its story just feels a little bit all over the place Um, and it's just it's nowhere near as charming I think um, Home Alone like you were saying there, Ian, when you watched it there, it's a really nice, quite simple, charming movie that effectively the vast, vast majority of it takes place in one setting, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Homeland 2, Lost in New York, it's all over the place. It's, there's, there's just too much going on that it stops it from ever being sort of that entertaining um, I will re-watch uh, Christmas with the Cranks I quite like Christmas with the Cranks it's fun it's got uh, Tim Allen doing the Tim Allen thing um, I know Tim Allen's problematic but he's problematic for just being a bit of a conservative more than anything else I think isn't he? Um
0: yeah, I, I don't know. His his opinions are not great. One of those. Yeah, he's not specifically done anything. Yeah, he's one of those. We'll say.
2: Um, but Jimmy Lee Curtis is quite fun in this, and Dan Aykroyd's in it, which is always quite nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then I watched a couple of movies, Christmas movies that uh, that you uh, watched, Ian. Uh, so hmm. I I watched Eight Bit Christmas. Um, yeah what you yeah what would you make of it? I had a great time late at christmas uh it's a mm. really nice sweet charming film that gets the tone of the uh the period that it's setting um really down quite well it it feels um, like it's a movie that could have quite easily been made in the eighties or the early nineties at the height of like console mania um so it, you do get that idea across it um, and it's not it does nostalgia without constantly referencing uh, nostalgia um, to itself so it has the nostalgic elements but it's not trying to be stylistically clever with that if that makes sense
0: yeah.
2: um, so it, it's just quite fun uh, you know the 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 old Patrick Harris character. You know the narrator who's telling the story, telling his daughter that the story, and she's not really interested in it at first, and then she starts getting interested. Uh, and you know, the more the story goes on, you start getting interested within the what's happening there. Um, and yet, yeah, I didn't expect to quite have the fuck you emotional moment of um, all spoilers all the time but I, I won't spoil it too much but there's a moment Ian you'll know this from saying it um, where there's a shot just of an empty chair that yeah. makes you go yeah. well that feels a little bit like it wasn't necessary you prick
0: <laughs> I almost felt like that cast member just couldn't make <sighs> set that day and they had to fucking they were like oh let's just do that then but, uh, yeah i yeah, because I because that, that, that I suppose that was one of my problems with it was that I didn't really realise that was what the, the film thought the story was about until it got to that and it was like oh right okay I genuinely just thought it was about him trying to get a fucking Nintendo yeah
2: and it's not it, it, it's about that. that but but this type of thing is a little bit soft soft uh, what is it Martinip in the sense that. I eat like this shit up. These fucking... These kids' movies that are sure. under 100 minutes, you know, 90 minutes for credit just for credits, um, that are just fun. And that's what this is. It's just fun. It's a bit silly. And I quite liked that.
4: <laughs>
2: Another one that I have way too many fucking thoughts about <laughs> for this movie. Like, way too many. Um, is. Home Sweet Home Alone. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Right. So it it is essentially. It's it, it's in the same universe. And I'm gonna go all spoils all the time on this one. Um It's in the same universe as the Home Alone movies, uh, as set out by the fact that um what's his name? Is in them. Buzz. Buzz is in them. And uh, Kevin now clearly owns a uh, household securities company. Yeah. Right? But the thing about Home Alone, the thing that makes it such an enduring classic in the 30 years that have happened since it, is Macaulay Culkin's Kevin is a little bit of a shit, but he's very charming and he is, he is <laughs> lovable within it. Um, yeah. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to essentially protect his house um, from people who are trying to to rob it. Mm-hmm. A, a, a a fairly noble cause. So you've got the the kid being stuck on his own, uh, but learning to be more independent, but also having to go that extra fucking mile and. Um, Fend off these two haphazard uh, burglars. The kid in this, Archie Yates yeah, has no charm whatsoever at all. You hope that you hope that everything bad happens to him. The
0: <laughs> wow, the, okay. the
2: robbers in it actually have a just cause. Yes, it turns out that they. That their just cause is slightly skewed by the fact that um, they mistakenly think that he's slow sto- stolen this doll and he hasn't. Um, so there is that element. But they're doing it just because they're victims of circumstance. And they're yeah. they're actually they're quite good in it, and they're quite fun in it. And the slapstick that they have is quite fun within it. The problem is, you want them. You want bad things to happen to this child because he is irredeemably a little fuck. Um, and it's it has none of the charm of, of Home Alone and just all of the sneering smugness that you'd expect of somebody who is remaking essentially Home Alone but trying to do it for a modern audience and missing the fucking point completely. It was... I both really enjoyed uh, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper in it because they're both great in it, but hated everything else in it with
0: a passion. I think that's fair. I think that's fair.
2: Yeah. They were they were great and fun in it, uh, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper. Everybody else, I wanted horrible things to happen to them. And then literally the entire movie is the only good people in it are the people who are having all of the terrible things happening to. And the other thing is that when the mother gets home, uh, in Home Alone, the house is all right. Everything's all right. He's learned to 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 be to to live on his own and to to, you know, to show that kind of care for other people. So the house is all fine, with the exception of Buzz's room, which is a little bit trashed. Here, the house is just a fucking write-off. It just misses the point completely. And also, I will also fall back, I'll call back a little bit to Home Alone 2 here, in the sense that, at the end of Home Alone 2, an already incredibly wealthy family get a New York suite in, a, in the best hotel in New York, given to them on Christmas Day, and a toy shop owner bestows literally tens of thousands of pounds worth of presents on them at the end of it. Yep. Yeah. You watch it going, this just doesn't seem fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it's. No. <laughs> just no. <laughs> um, and then we've watched a few things together out we, Bex? Yes. So, uh, we rewatched last kick- Kiss Goodnight.
3: Long, long Kiss Goodnight. That was well.
2: <laughs> uh, thoughts? I'll swing around these 'cause we've sort of another film review.
3: Yeah, it's really good. It's a really good anti Christmas Christmas film. Like it's not it's it, not Christmas E, but it's set at Christmas, so it counts. Yeah, it's If black. you need a bit of a break, but you also want some like Christmas tree lights in the background. Yeah. And it's, snow.
2: It's Gina Davis been a badass.
3: Well it's Gina Davis going getting to pull double duty, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Gina Davis and BG Davis badass.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it's a really good time. It's We, we usually watch it around Christmas, don't we? So. We usually get it every
2: other year, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, every other Christmas we watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. It is a little bit too long.
3: Samuel L. Jackson's funny, isn't it?
2: Samuel Jackson's a lot of fun in this. Have uh, we watched Snatch? We did. Yeah. Nice. It didn't work for this time. No. No.
3: It doesn't hold up as much as... Lockstock went up in my estimation. When yeah, mine it. too, this went when down. This went down. Mm.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. It,
2: it, I think... Going now, because he's it, it, made a lot of films that I've really liked, Guy Ritchie, mm. this almost feels like Guy Ritchie doing a Guy Ritchie imitation.
3: Yeah. But he's trying to be kind of multi-layered and clever like Lockstock is... Whereas I think it just doesn't, it doesn't hold. It doesn't. It's no, not as clever.
2: It, it, yeah, I, I was a little bit. I, I kind of wish I hadn't watched it now because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get on with it as well. No. Yeah, weird. Really weird on that one. Um, we really watched Multiplicity. We did. It's a lot of fun. Multiplicity. It's stupid. It, it was the type of movie that you got in the, the early nineties, early and mid nineties.
3: I don't think I don't think you'd get away with releasing multiplicity so you now.
2: Oh no 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 no! no. Like a, <laughs> like a lot of national lampoon stuff, you wouldn't get away with releasing it now.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. a national lampoon one. Yes. Yeah, ah, oh, okay. Um, but it, it is fun.
2: It's not national lampoon's movie, but it's based on national lampoon's story. The story, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun.
3: It's, it's aged quite badly.
2: It, it hasn't aged well. No. Yeah.
3: But it's just made me want to watch Michael Keaton movies now. Yeah. I've remembered how much I like Michael Keaton.
2: Yeah, you get him three times in this, but yeah, it's not it as well.
3: <laughs> it's not a classic Michael Keaton, is it? No. It has um, made me want to watch the the, the the Michael Keaton Christmas Batman movie.
2: We might get to that. Yeah. Um, we watched The Ice Harvest, which is another Christmas movie that's not actually a Christmas movie.
3: Yes. Yeah, I'd I'd not seen this before. It's not. Oh. No. Oh, sorry, I thought you had. No. Um, it's it's really good actually. I mean I I like John Kusack a lot and will generally give most stuff, with the exception of rewatching Cell, a chance. Um and I wasn't hundred percent convinced when you suggested it and showed me the trailer, but I was like, Yeah, it's fine, let's, let's just give it a go. It's actually really good. Um it's John Cusack Cusacking up a storm yeah. and being like his so for,
2: for anyone who hasn't seen The Ice Harvest it's a Harold Ramis movie uh, with John Cusack Billy Bob Thornton Randy Quaid Oliver Platt uh, and Connie Nielsen where John Cusack plays a mob lawyer uh, and he essentially embezzles uh, with Billy Bob Thornton uh, two million dollars off Randy Quaid's uh, like small town. Mob boss.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, And then it's all set on like Christmas Eve of them just trying to get out.
3: But they're snowed in.
2: But they're snowed in. Mm. And they can't get out of Wichita. (laughs) Um, And everyone's trying to uh, double cross everybody.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Oliver Platt plays his mate who's now married to his ex wife. Yes. and Oliver Platt spends the entire movie drunk.
3: He, he plays a good drunk.
2: He does play... Any any movie where Oliver Platt turns up gets infinitely better the minute Oliver Platt turns up. That is true. He is one of the most underrated character actors of the past 30 years. Mm. He's always brilliant in anything. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, and he's, he's fantastic in this. Uh, yeah. There's some great fucking moments of hitting this. Um,
0: right, we've got one more review. Indeed. Yes.
1: This is your last chance. The tree has been shook. And it's been shook hard. I want a name! Anyone with a skill set would have fallen run out of names
4: we've deployed large amounts of time money and effort in
1: the search for justice it was a long list not good enough understood but we've scorched the earth Now it's not understood you started by saying you'd do anything but what i'm hearing is do you think you've done everything Understood.
2: Let's let's get Raffy. Uh, it's the guy Ritchie movie <laughs> um, that's done pretty well at the box office. He's done all right. It's gone over a hundred million.
3: Yeah.
2: And then wasn't released in the United
0: Kingdom with the
3: silver. Well, stupid, isn't it?
0: This is done over hundred million worldwide. Yeah. Fucking hell, fair 40 play. 40 million, right.
2: million budget, over a hundred million. Um, remake of the uh, maybe crap, uh, cash truck. I, I I will find the ability to talk. Um, and you know, he's um by Guy Richard. Uh, stars Jason Statham, Holt McCartney, um Josh Hartnett, Jeffrey Donovan, Scott Eastwood, Andy Garcia, Eddie Marzan and other people. Um, yeah, there's, there's there's some there's there's some good work in this by people. Um the plot follows Hitch, a cold and mysterious character working at a cash truck company responsible for moving hundreds of million dollars around Los Angeles each week. Yeah, it's not really the plot. <laughs> um, he's like unassuming Hitch, and he seems like good at it. Um, you know, gets through all of the tests and just about passes, and then it turns out he's an ultimate badass. Why?
3: Why? Why has he got this? Why is he an ultimate song? badass? Mm.
2: Yeah. Um, Ian. Yo. Wrath of Man. Uh, this wasn't... Or, or do you think that this was dumped because of the quality of the movie or was it a victim of circumstance via the... What is it? Basically, would you have been... If you'd see this in a cinema... Would you have been a little bit disappointed, or would you have been, nope, that's a Gabbicchi movie?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think I'd have been fine seeing it in the cinema. Um, I mean, it, it was originally supposed to come out when this, like, basically when the cinemas like opened yeah. uh, again in May, which was around when it came out in the US, and it got pushed to July. Then it just got removed altogether. But uh, frankly, I think um, Lionsgate probably just got made an offer from by Amazon that they couldn't really refuse and you know fair play um for what it's worth I don't think it would have done particularly well in the cinema um I I you know I mean I, I think it would have done fine but it you know it, it's quite a hard edged grim bit of work especially in the second act um but yeah I mean I would I would have liked to have seen this in the cinema but uh, it's I, I think I'm actually okay with with also saying, but I just watched it in very nice presentation at home. Thanks very much.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: Bex. Yes.
2: Um, it wasn't a London gangster movie. It was one of his other movies that he does. So close to something like, where it's a little bit different and he's not setting it into familiar. Is it? How did that work for you?
3: Um, I mean. It wasn't that element of it really that, that bothered me. But it, it bothered you. No, 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 not bothered me. I really, really enjoyed it, no. to be fair. Um, but it didn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie with the exception of the fact that Statham was in it. It didn't feel Guy Ritchie. Like, um, what's it? Is it Man from Uncle? That's a Ritchie one as well. Mm. That's not, I suppose it is quite Ritchie, isn't it? I don't know. This just, it just didn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie to me. Even like fucking King Arthur feels like a Guy Ritchie movie.
2: Yeah, because that just feels like a London gangster movie set in yeah. the times of King Arthur.
4: <laughs> I
3: don't know, it felt very glossy, I suppose, and very. I don't know, I don't know why, but it didn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie to me. It didn't have his beats in it that he normally has. But I very much enjoyed it. Um, I liked the twisty turniness of the story. I'm, I, I would have loved to have seen this in a cinema to be fair um, you know more so than fucking Eternals or something like that I can get to fuck swap them over <laughs> um, the, only, the only bit that kind of that I didn't like was the pretentious fucking splitting into four acts title card bullshit that bothered me for some reason <laughs> <laughs> just the aesthetic of it
0: with that are probably right with that. Yeah, I know, I, I mean I get I, I get that. It it's quite it has got it, it seems to have ideas above its station and there are kind of points where it is like, oh, is this actually gonna be an interesting look at what grief does to a man? And it's like No, we're gonna have Josh Hartner play a character called like Sweat Boy Dave Boy Sweat Dave. And um, a third act which is just going to be very generic action stuff. You know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, it was odd, it's an odd film, this, isn't it? It, it?
3: Like, title cards seem to be something that you'd have in a lofty film. Like, a film film rather than a action film. Hmm. You're looking at me like I'm making no sense. I think I'm making sense. I, know, I,
2: I, 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 I. Was I it think, was it a film? film I know exactly you. what you mean.
3: Was it like Shakespearean in your yeah, view? Yeah,
2: I just don't agree with you <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> at <enough>. all.
3: <laughs> Did you like the title cards?
2: I love the title cards. Every
3: time one up we came up, we are like, yes, <clears throat> fucking title card
2: I, 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 I liked the sheer fucking hubris of it. Yeah,
3: fucking liver, lungs, spleen, and heart. Love it.
2: Yeah. I did. I, 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 I got on with
3: that. Oh, that bit was horrible, actually. When he's ex- like when he's reading out the mortician's report for his son and stuff, mm. but then I enjoyed it when he shot him, so it was fine.
2: Enjoyed the get the son getting shot.
3: No, the baddie. Oh,
2: just fucking sick.
3: Fucking
4: dark, Becky.
3: No, the bad guy. Yeah. Go on. What? Your opinion. I had
2: a fucking great time with this. <laughs> I really, really liked it. <clears throat> I was well in with it. Um, at the start, I thought the uh, the first act I struggled with a little bit. It was a bit too... a bit. It, it was getting going, and I was kind of watching it going, get going more. Move <laughs> quicker. Go. Go. Um, and so yes, yeah, so I struggled with the first kinda of like the opening setup. Um but then the, the second act I I like the fact that it went different places and spun you back around on it. The third act I, I wouldn't be able to disagree at all with you, Ian, in saying that it just does go very generic um sort of heist thriller movie. But I did actually really enjoy it being generic thriller, heist movie. Because I enjoy generic realized movies, so yeah i I had a blast with it. it's fun um that guy that he had working for him that took over essentially is what is it what was he called was it Carlos
3: who picks him up at the end
0: yeah yeah, that sounds right
2: the fucking the what is it the the Middle Eastern guy with a fucking great fucking beard you love a beard don't you I look at him going that man that man is wearing the shit out of everything he wears he's a head turner of a man <laughs> I can see why people are intimidated by him yeah, yeah. I also like the fact that they went Right, we're gonna find out who these guys are, and they basically just go around just fucking just murdering loads of gangs to try and find out who they are without doing it. Um, Scott Eastwood having a personality was quite good.
3: Plays a good body, actually.
0: Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, it wasn't bad.
2: You know, at the end, where you constantly think that it's going to be, you're there going, oh, well, Holt McCarney's is is clearly a red herring. It's going to be one of the other ones. It's either going to be um, what's-his-name that that owns the company or it's going to be fucking Eddie Marzan. It's going to be Marzan, isn't it? No, nope. hot McCartney. Not Red Herring. It's the most obvious guy there. I
3: don't know, because they tried to McGuffin you with Josh Allen, didn't they? Yeah,
2: they did. They tried to McGuffin you with so many different people that you end up... I was there going, wait, it's him, it's him, it's him. No, wait, no, it's the obvious one. Yeah, it, it's, it's Holt." <laughs> And I quite like that.
3: Oh, do you know what this, watching this film just made me really want the new series of fucking Mindhunter as well?
2: Well Big Happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it? Uh yeah, always nice seeing Eddie Marzan crop up in stuff. I think he's in is he in the what is it one as well? Um uh, the Uh yeah he is. Yeah. The new one, yeah he is. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of the same cast. It's almost like they're all trying a good laugh <laughs> and went fucking, let's do another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's fun. It's it's slightly kind of it, it, it's. I, I don't even think Guy Ritchie would say that it was ever going to be like top tier Guy Ritchie. It's just something he did because he could at the time. Why not? <laughs> it, it's it's a movie that Guy Ritchie Clinch wanted to make, so I made it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it.
0: Yeah, I had a good time with it. Definitely not shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, de- yeah, definitely not shit. I, I I enjoyed it more at the start than I did at the end, but yeah, still definitely not shit. Yeah. I, I, I would have
2: really enjoyed watching this as a Yeah,
3: same bit disappointed we didn't get the opportunity. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh right, questions. We do have a couple, I think. Let me just show. Sure we do have. It's a reopened. Uh, Andrew Jones asks us: uh, You find yourself in a cinema about to watch a legacy sequel that throws fan service at you for 150 minutes. Which film or franchise do you you wish to see get a treatment? Weirdest or most obscure wins?
0: I mean, I want uh, like you know, Sunshine Two, Son of Sunshine, where. Um, the sun needs restarting again and uh, another crew's going back up but it's the son of uh, Mark Strong's pinbacker and he meets his dad again that's an hour and a half of uh, just really blurry shit like you're having trouble opening your eyes and your eyes are a bit watery Um, but just that and um, him talking to his dad there you go, Sunshine 2, Son of Sunshine. <laughs> I'd watch that. But
3: I don't know, I've gone blank. I can't think of any films. <laughs>
2: that's, that's not good.
3: No, just looking at the walls like, no, none of them. I don't want a fucking legacy sequel to Taxi Driver because that'd be dark. I'd watch a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China.
2: It's dark it's going to happen, The Rock's going to be in it.
3: Is it a sequel though or a reboot?
2: It's mixed, probably.
3: I'll just never watch it and just watch the original. I've been very sore on this subject since Cowboy Bebop got cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> fucking miserly gatekeeping fans have got something that's actually really quite enjoyable cancelled. The original still exists. If you don't like the reboot, just don't watch it. Watch your fucking. Did you watch that? Ho- huh?
0: Did you watch the whole season?
3: Um, I think I've got half of the last episode to watch
0: oh man so yeah really fair play really I, really I, really well, yeah. it's really good
3: it's really stylish it's really well acted it's it's just fucking fun but nothing can just be fun anymore can it no yeah. it has to be completely faithful to the original and like basically a shot for shot but just live action. Draw do, do,
2: do, do the weirdest criticism I heard. The uh, just sorry, sorry for mildly tangent into there. Do the weirdest criticism I heard about the yeah. Cowboy yeah. Bebop thing was.
3: Was it about um, Faye's outfit not being slutty enough? No, wasn't that. Okay.
2: No, right. So, and I know it's TV, um, but you have to indulge me for a second. Um, so this is the. the I this might be the weakest ever call for it not being like the original. There's a bit. In I think the opening episode, where there's a ship that comes out of water or something, and the lead character, Bebop, what's his name, Spike, is walking along the top of it. There, Mm. somebody was complaining that the water in the live action was too dark in comparison to the bright blue water in the anime. Why couldn't it have just been bright blue, like in the anime? Oh,
4: fucking
2: no. hell! I I read that. I just thought, it is, is 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 that is that it is that it? Is that it? Is is that what's that's what bothers you? I would love to have your life. Mm. Your life sounds fucking great. Where the literal color of water. In two fictional properties, has a, a is all you have to worry about.
3: Yeah, it just it got me thinking like, obviously, the Resident Evil games were huge and are huge again because of the reboots. Blah, blah 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 blah. If the films that came out back in the day came out like as new films now, people would be fucking shitting themselves, wouldn't they? Right, oh, yeah. like. This has nothing to do with the games. The story's all wrong. Who is this fucking Alice person? Blah, 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 blah. But at the time, everyone was just like, "Ah, that's fine. There's still zombies and shit. We're good.
2: Yeah. Still a T-Var, still the umbrella car.
3: There's this one bit, right? And a guy gets chopped up by lasers. Whoa. That was pretty fucking cool. We were really easy to please back in the olden days. That was pretty fucking cool.
2: I'd, (laughs) I'd have escape from, and it should be the escape from the world.
3: Wow. Yeah. I mean, even Escape from Planet Earth would be a better title than that. <laughs> the world. I love you. It's such a good job. You're pretty.
2: Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks for that. <like>, Quiddly condescending compliment.
3: <laughs> you are welcome.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have that. Yeah? Yeah.
3: You could make it, like, proper current and stuff as well. And the no. reason we have to escape is because, nope. like, eco... Shit. Nope. Wouldn't and, have that. No?
4: Nope.
3: But they've turned the whole... Planet Earth into like a prison planet.
2: Yeah,
3: and he has to escape from that.
2: Yeah, all right. Dead simple.
3: Dead simple. Dead
2: simple. All practical effects. Mm.
3: What? What does he get to wear? What? What does he get to wear?
2: The same outfit from the first, because that's all he can afford. <laughs> I don't want any bells or whistles. No. No. Twenty million dollars. That's your budget.
3: You have exploding balls in the second one.
2: No, that's 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 the the mm. Ghostland.
3: Oh yes, of course it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <of course laughs> funny.
2: Rick uh yeah, Rick, yeah, Rick I'm hoping I'll be able to get home for uh Xmas after missing last year. So what movie road trip would you like to take? I hope you get home for Christmas as well.
3: Oh the fact that it's like in question just makes me sad. I hate this year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um Movie Road Trip.
3: I mean, it's got to be with the polka kings.
2: No, that sound, that just fucking sounds depressed. The back of a van yeah, with a bunch of just polka. Yeah, that that would that would that would fucking wear thin fairly quickly.
3: All right, Mad Max.
0: <laughs> um, it's umama también. Good help. You've got to some <laughs> fucking bleak ones here, haven't right? you? Yeah. <laughs> It's me thinking, do I go almost famous? Or... <laughs> hang on, hang on. But no, It's a Mama Time Doesn't it end with like E.O. Garcia Bernal, Diego Luna, and the, the lady getting down to it with each other? I think it does, yeah. Why is that bleak? I think the rest of the movie is quite. It's quite I remember it. I remember it raw? I
3: haven't seen I it. I need to
2: rewatch this. I'm been quite bleak in it. Or am I misremembering this?
3: What's Diego Luna on with nowadays?
2: Been really charming in things. Mm. I need to rewatch that actually, though. Yeah. Yeah. Road trip, though. Road trip movies. Not road trip.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Even though I do quite like Road Trip.
3: Your most famous is a pretty good one.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say it because it's me and I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I do like The Hangover Three.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You'd have to like murderize a giraffe.
2: no that was afterwards that's pre-road trip ok yeah I'm gonna go for that yeah. why not <laughs> why, why, why really my habit of a lifetime
3: I'm quite surprised that you didn't go for midnight runs. to be honest
2: oh fuck midnight run
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's the right answer
2: that's the right answer midnight run yeah there we go fucking you know,
0: what a film uh, what we got next week here So it kind of depends. (laughs) Um, If cinemas are open and whatnot, then... um, Well, actually, Matrix Resurrections is on HBO Max as well, so we'd be all right for Matrix Resurrections in um, any instance. Uh, But I believe Mark and I would also like to do The King's Man. Um, But also, the Adam McKay comedy, Don't Look Up, is on Netflix... Um and the Nicole Kidman Javier Bardem Lucille Ball drama, uh, being the Ricardos, is on Amazon Prime. Yep. So we we have options. We will have a show. Okay, so, so um, we got, we what, don't.
3: What we got? Matrix. Sorry, I like to make a note of, otherwise I forget.
0: M- Matrix. Don't look up. And being the Ricardos.
3: I am also going to try and watch Swan Song.
0: What's that? Oh, the Mahershala Alley yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Was that one that's on... Um,
0: Apple Amazon, a- oh, Amazon cool. Apple. Damn, I was trying to say Apple,
2: but I kept saying Amazon. And then my my mouth just disagreed with my brain.
3: Yeah.
2: Which is its one. Uh,
0: but just a recording note for folks. We ha- we don't know when we're going to record in the week between Christmas and New Year yet. And um, my availability is a little limited. So we'll... See when we can record, but the show might not post for a for a while yet. So just warning.
3: To be fair, it would make it a lot easier for scheduling purposes if there was a lockdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd have nothing else to do.
0: I mean, yeah, that's a point. I <laughs> just um, it's like. Yeah. I mean, like I, I don't know. Just talking about it now. Is Thursday the thirtieth available? Yeah. for alright we'll just say that then Thursday, yeah let's see why not yeah, yeah. Twist. cool alright fine so uh, uh, yeah great cool alright then so yeah uh, post this show Nate's show might be like a week and a half or so but yeah it, it won't be too long cool right thanks very much for joining me,
2: Rebecca
3: thank you for hosting Mark
2: thank you very much for joining you
0: thank you very much for hosting Mark my- Merry Christmas everyone apart from Jason Wrightman who can suck my fucking dick <laughs>
2: Oh, really, I, I, I'm I, just, yeah, I hope that's the end of Ian Stiles at every episode now, for, for eternity.
3: I mean, the Merry Christmas bit probably wouldn't be relevant in, like, March. I'm still with that. Be fine with it, yeah. As long as it
2: was followed with Jason, I might make my day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Merry Christmas, everybody. So. Um, yeah. It's, it's been a... Stay safe. safe. Um, I hope
2: that you... Get as good a Christmas as you possibly can out of 2021.
3: 20, oh, just real quick before we Absolutely. start recording. We we commented, didn't we? We know, the like supermarket and stuff like that, Christmas adverts have all been like, oh my God, guys, we're back to normal this Christmas. You can go and lick your families. And, and we commented at the time, <laughs> didn't we? That could all look yeah. very, very bad yeah. when it all goes wrong.
2: You've shut your one way too quickly yeah. Argos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. And fucking, Yeah. Well, all of them are a bit like that, yeah the they? are
2: all a little bit like that, yeah. Apart from
3: that weird one with the alien.
2: Yeah, John Lewis, yeah.
3: That's a weird one.
2: Yeah, it's not one
3: I do quite like the Waitrose well, no, one, though, I'm not going to lie.
2: What, with the, the most atypical boomer you can get?
3: Yeah, but the fact that she's just like, we all know the best thing about Christmas is the food. Yes. Yes, it is, blonde lady.
0: <laughs> I do. I like those ads. I like those oh, ads. I, They're very cynical. I,
2: I, I, I like them too. I just think that it, it, it's... It's almost you will watch it going. Yes, this is this is the most waitress of waitrose ad. A
3: no one has ever looked more like a waitress yeah. than her. She definitely drives a white no, four that's by true. four
2: without without question.
3: Yeah, 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 and not park it.
2: She she parks us two
0: parking spaces. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, on an angle,
3: possibly even four if she reverses back too fast so no one can park behind <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah, yeah,
0: nice.
4: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bye.
4: Puerto <laughs> <laughs> Rico, you lovely island. I of the tropical breeze.
3: Always the
4: pineapples growing. Always the comfy blossoms blowing. And the money owing. And the baby's crying. And the people trying I like the island, Manhattan I know you do Smoke on your pipe and put that in I like to be in America Okay, by me in
0: America Everything free in America For a small fee in America
3: so nice. One look at us and they charge twice.
4: I have my own washing machine. What do you have, though, to keep clean? Skyscrapers bloom in America. Cadillac zoom in America. Industry boom in America.
0: 12 in a room in America. Lots of new housing with more space. Lots of doors slamming in our face. Better get rid of your accent.
4: Life can be bright in America. If
0: you can fight in America.
2: Life is all right in America. If you're all white in America. America.
0: As you stay on your own side,
3: free to do anything you choose. Free to wait tables and, and shine shoes.
2: Everywhere crime in America, organized crime in America, terrible time in
4: America. You forget I'm in America.
0: I think I go back to San Huang.
3: I know about you, can get
1: on. Bye bye. Everyone there will give big cheers. Cheer.